Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey guys, have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made and I was shocked. He is in his 80s, still kicking butt, working out, staying active. He looks like he's got more energy, can work out longer, even has plenty of that energy left over for his grandkids, and he did this by making one change. He said that he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing this thing too. She's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger, her body looks leaner, has energy all day, and Chuck's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their health. Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good. Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is. Yo, it's Grapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg Trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void Three black fans, different perspective, gotta fill your voice Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between Yeah, it's all that, and we're down with FIFO, better fall back Coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat No need to double check, these are all facts You're listening to us talk raps you're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're Graps D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're Graps D here to talk craps. Welcome, welcome. Salutations. Uh, you know what it is. This is Saturday. Uh, it is uh, 11 where I am. So, yeah. know what time it is. It's time for Graps <laughs> <laughs> it is I. <laughs> it is I. I'm in the building. Um, yes. This is Grapsity. I'm Phil mm-hmm. Lindsay, of course, with my co-host Righteous Reg. What's going on? Uh, yeah, in the building. It's your boy, Media Man, your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster. It's Saturday. There was a lot of things going on this week. Philip Lindsay. Hold on. It's very messy on Tuesday. It sounds like you're giving me like the 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 robotic voice. It's like you're giving me the. Uh... I don't know what's going on with my audio today. We started out weird, and we've been continuing to be weird. Yeah, you're giving me like the distorted static voice. Oh my god! You 
Guys, I don't know what it is. Alright, give me a second. Maybe there's something else running on my computer. Garage band, I have been working on some music. That could be it. Oh, that doesn't like it. Um, I don't know, you guys. I could go back out and come back in because I don't know. It says it. Okay. Yeah, it's giving me the uh, giving us the uh. Is that the same? All right, cleared up. Hold on, talk okay. again. Is that the same? Yeah. All right, it, it cleared up. It cleared up, Bob. It, okay. You're giving us a uh, real like Parliament of Funkadelics um, voice for a minute. I mean, I try to come in like on some uh, booty calling shit, man. I thought this was Grapsity. <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> Bringing the funk, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, apologies, you guys. We are back. It's your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster, Double R in the building. Very excited about this week. A lot of wild stuff's been going on. Finished up some cool projects this week. It's been some good energy in the air, Philip Lindsay. Yeah. Yeah, man. Immediately when when it was uh it was buzzing, I was like, I don't know, do I have to uh that the quarterback this thing? I was like, what happened, man? <laughs> no, give me the ball, Mike. Pass me the ball, Mike. I want the ball. <laughs> nah, we, we're both here. It is I, Phil from Chicago. Hey. Not to be confused with other Chicago Phil who is in no. Orlando. Um, <laughs> and my man. Let my man Lynch. have fun at the, where was he at? Uh, Universal Disneyland, Studios, Disney World, Universe. Let this man have his time. They're like, look at him. He's there. What did y'all think he was doing there? And if this was happening, if he was going to be somewhere, he's not going to let you guys see him out at the damn water park or wherever he was at. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what people thought. I saw people that like assumed he was there to be at the Performance Center. Like, this is Sam Punk. This is a guy that is a multi-year veteran why would this guy need to go to the performance center why if he was doing anything with wwe would he be there like i just think people gotta chill out like this whole you know speculation with what he's gonna do next and uh i i know that uh we got two separate reports on it um we got the uh melter report where melter was saying that he inquired about going there supposedly and um he was turned down and then we got the other report from Sean on Fightful Select where he was saying that uh, as far as he's been told from WWE sources, they do not plan on bringing him in. Um, <laughs> all of the top guys that uh, have been let know by, well, Triple H has let the top guys know that he's not coming in. There are no plans to use him for Survivor Series. So I don't know. I feel like that is, uh, I don't know. I don't know. That, that pretty much tells me he's not going to come because I think, does It'd it? be, I, I, well, hear me out on this because I think if we were just hearing rumors from certain places, it would be still left wide open. But the fact that we keep hearing like higher ups or executives are like, or that the sources are coming to somebody like Melter or Sean is saying this, that tells me that WWE very much wants us to think that he's not coming to Survivor Series. Um, that makes me feel like. They're like, nah, temper your expectations. This guy's probably not going to be there. Now, do I believe that he has uh, reached out and sent some feelers there and they basically were like, no? I don't know if I believe that. Um, but, you know, of course, with Punk, 
people are going to believe what they want to believe because you never know what to believe with this guy. Guy is unpredictable. Listen, Philip Lindsay, this show's going to be in Chicago. Y'all are notorious for letting for being vocal. So they're trying to just get ahead of it. So you guys aren't in yeah. the building CM Punk, CM Punk, because I've been in the building of CM Punk, CM Punk. It was a wild day that day, but you know. Yeah. They're trying to set expectations. So if they set them now, you guys aren't thinking you're going to say it. But that does not mean that that fool can't show up there still. No, I, I don't think that this means that he's not going to go back to WWE. Um, of course, never say never. Um, but something about Smith makes me feel like they want people to believe he will not be at Allstate Arena. Um, because I feel like if it was just people were speculating and they were just doing the teases on TV, uh, which don't feel like a coincidence because we got, um, they keep doing them. We, we got the, we got the, uh, quote from Corey on commentary, uh, where he quoted the famous, uh, devil quote from the famous, uh, punk promo. Now you can see he tried to run it back on social media. He said that was dusty roads. Okay, Corey. Um, but then we got we got Nakamura doing the GTS. Um, yep. I don't know. I, I'm sure people are going to be like, well, of course they don't want us to think he's coming because they want it to be a surprise. I don't think it hurts them if people are speculating that he's going to be there. Yeah. If, 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 if it was just that, I don't think they would address it at all because right. we've been here before. When, when, the, when the Cody stuff was leaking, they did not address it. Um, when... Everybody thought Bray was coming during the White Rabbit stuff. They mm. wanted us to think that it was Bray. They yeah. did not. Okay. They did not come out and and put out reports at all. Um, this feels different, and I feel like it's. This still, I I really don't think he's going to be as as Survivor Series. Um, that's okay. just my guess. I could be wrong, but at this moment, I don't think that he'll be there. Well, WWE, great job because you got Philip Lindsay off the case. That means you are in the right direction. Just keep doing this. So when Survivor Series hits, they're really going to be going crazy. Great job. I, amazing. I love it. Yeah, I love I mean, what they're look, doing here. Look, if, uh, <laughs> if, if we get to All-State Arena and he comes out and, um, you know, I potentially walk in a press conference and CM Punk is there, it's going to be a weird night. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? rewind. What's that part you just said right before this? What do you mean? You said you walk in where? If I potentially walk into a press conference for Survivor oh, Series. Oh, a press conference. A I'm assuming they're going to have a press conference for this. I am, and you'll I, be there. I, I don't know yet. I'm attempting to be there. Do um, you have uh, an idea of uh, what kind of questions you would ask in there? Um, no, I'm just going to go in there freestyle it, man. I think I'm just going <laughs> to go in there and, like, the first wrestler that walks in, I'm going to be like, look, man, um, I don't know if you know, but like Westside Gun is like a big wrestling <laughs> fan. You guys have any interest in wrestling Westside Gun? <laughs> no. No. Um, yeah, very, very interesting press conference. Um, I'm sure we'll get into that when we get into some. Uh, Match of the year, Phil. Match of the year. <laughs> we get into some fast lane talk. Um, we'll get into some of this press conference. But um, yeah. Uh, I'm going to try to be good, you guys. I'm going to try. I'm dry. It's tough. It's tough out here. <laughs> there was a lot going on this week, Phil. It, it is tough out here, man. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta get your, uh, you gotta get your questions in where you get them, man. You gotta. I don't know, man. Listen, as someone who has been there, I was gonna say I get it, but that'd be a lie. As someone who has been there, I know what it is to be on the clock. 
and to have your shit ready. And sometimes you're just like, this is what I'm doing when I'm going in here and you're dead set on that and you do it. So respect question mark. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Listen, I try to, I try not to speak on what other people do in this media landscape, man. Cause you know, I don't want to bash what anybody else does, man. Like, right. you know what, that's your, if that's what the questions you want to ask, if that's what you want to do, have at it. I Listen. I know what I would do. And I just, you know, Listen. I let other people move the way they want to move, man. Listen, just know this is Grabsty and we'd be telling jokes over here. That's it. That's all. Listen, man, I cannot help that someone somewhere will take something said here seriously uh, because it always happens. Um, yeah. Guess what? what life is. Guess what? Let me tell you, I don't care. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith. Shout out to Stephen A. Smith. You saw him going in on the homie in this little clip. <laughs> Listen, the, the Stephen A. rebrand since he got since he got Shannon next to him has been very interesting Ooh, to me. Yes, he, right. he wants you to know as much as possible. Like, listen, I am black. I'm a black man. I'm Did doing this for the brothers. Y'all forgot for a bunch of years, but I listen, am black. Y'all, y'all was talking a little egregious when I had that white guy in here. Y'all were, mm-hmm. y'all were cozying up to that guy. But let me tell you, I am black. A black man. <laughs> There's a black issue. I'm about to discuss it. If I don't discuss it on my TV show, catch me on my podcast. I'm talking about it. Respect. Um, yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, of course, as usual, you can send us your super chats. And you can send us Humper Chats at HumperChats.com slash Fightful. Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, very interesting weekend. Very interesting week of uh, wrestling and news. Yes, I would say so myself. A lot of things I wouldn't like to get into, but, you know, it's Grab City, and so I'm sure people will talk about it. We got just a few Super Chats we're going to get into, then we're going to move forward. Uh, our homie Eloquent says, not going to lie, the new West Side Gun was disappointing. Hmm. <sighs> Hard pill to swallow, man. Hard I- pill. I haven't listened to it yet. I've only heard the the record with Jid and um and Conway on it, and which is fire. That, that one's good, but I haven't mm-hmm. really heard the entire album. Um, what do, I, I mean, funny enough, as much as um I've been letting all of the albums sit from last week, and um, I said this every time this guy does this man, and everybody comes out and does the I hate this album thing. The more I sit with the Drake album, the more I like it. I'm sorry. Huh? Huh? I don't know. I don't know. People are gonna. So, as soon as we jump out the window, it ain't right. Yeah. Listen. Every time we do this, this album's terrible. The music's terrible. Right. Um. Yeah. The the more you you have time to sit with the music, it's like, nah, this is all right. I don't know. And, and I've been seeing a lot of that uh, online too. Uh, I think it was Chris Bay said that he's like, the more that I listen to it, it might be my favorite Drake album. So I mean, sometimes you just gotta sit with an album. As an artist, I know. These immediately reactions, sometimes you just don't get like, it's a cohesive project. Some people start making playlists and putting songs in different yeah. places and it doesn't flow like it's supposed to flow. And if you listen to it a bunch of times and you're like, oh, I get it. I start to get it. Lil Yachty maybe wasn't capping when he went on those, when he went on his little podcast. Yeah, he, was, he was still capping a little he bit. He definitely was capping. He was still, he was still capping a little bit. Um, you got to sit and absorb it is what I'm saying. But yeah, you, I would not like to be somebody that has to react album right away because uh-uh. you got to give an album some time you can't just be yeah. like 24 hours in oh this this album is the best thing i've ever heard or i hate it like i don't know i i think you gotta give these things time and yeah. um i i still think the album is very long it's way too long mm-hmm. um but 
I enjoy stuff. That's the game these days. Yeah, because everybody wants to do the streams. Like even the Bad Bunny album that came out, it's like twenty three songs. Like I just I don't want twenty three songs, but I get it's just everybody's playing the streaming number. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I did actually get into the West Side Gun album, and I don't know. I guess now I listen to West Side Gun albums different because like people like I listened to it a lot of, and I was like, oh, this is dope. I like it. I like. I understand what he's doing. I understand like the direction he's taking because he always kind of goes super extreme on what he's doing. So I was like, I understood. But then I got online, of course, and everybody was like, West Side Gun on track beats. What are you doing? What's going on? And I'm like, yeah, but not like, I don't know. I, I get it, but I would understand. I understand what Eloquent is saying here of like, it's if you're a West Side Gun fan and like the production he usually has, it's like mind blowing. And this is just like, he rapped on like some take Keith beats and it's like, that's dope. And a lot of the shit was dope. But like, if you're a West Side Gun fan, it's kind of extreme. So wait, you mean that momentarily him and Drake switch places because Drake is on the conductor beat and he's over there on the take Keith record. It's like, what's, what's happening, man? Yeah, straight up. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. It seems like he executive produced Drake's album and whoever executive produced Drake's albums executive produced his. It's crazy out here, but uh, I understand what he's doing. It's kind of, this is where I land on things like this, Phil. West Side Gun has, how many projects does he have? Countless. Um, a gazillion. The guy, guy drops like three three times a year sometimes. <laughs> right, exactly. There's something in his catalog that you like, and you could just go and listen to that. That's why he made that. So if this one doesn't hit for you, he got 10 other ones that are going to hit for you. If the Drake one doesn't hit for you, he got 10 other ones that are going to probably hit for you. One of those is going to be the man. one. You love you it. Can, you can always throw a Take Care or one of those other albums back on, man. It's all mm -hmm. right. You don't have Supre to. Supreme Blind Tale, all day. I can mm -hmm. play it 5,000 times a day. Yeah, man. But I get it, Eloquent. Uh, Leonard Aarons III says, if this is a legitimate no-go with Stanford Phil, then the innuendos need to stop immediately. No more quotables and promos and commentary. No more go-to Stanford's by writers. Um, go to Stanford's. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know what to make of some of this, how much of it is coincident, how much of it is people reading into this. Um, I don't know. Um, I will continue to say, like I've been saying for weeks, it feels like months now, Get to the shits, man. I am tired of coming on and overanalyzing things and like weeks and weeks of punk headlines of Willy Wonny. Just get to the shits, man. If you're going to sign All over right. there, just do it. Yes. We can't keep doing this for the next two months of he will he or won't he, will he or won't he. I can't. Yeah. I think one of the funniest things I saw was somebody was mad at Sean because they were like, oh, Sean doesn't even want him to go to WWE because that'll prove his report wrong. I'm like, no, are you kidding me? If he goes to WWE, that helps all of us because we that, have more stuff to talk about. Man, <laughs> first, and Sean Ross, him going to WWE, he's cooking for the next year. Listen, man, no, that there's no person in media or like journalists that's like, man, I sure hope this guy, this CM Punk guy is done with wrestling forever. No. Like there's nobody saying that. No, as someone who's been affected by just having his picture on our thumbnail and people clicking on it, yeah, no, no, let's let's go. I'll see you again against Rollins at WrestleMania. Let's do it. Rollins <laughs> did say again that he wants his WrestleMania main event. Um, he has been saying that you know, good way to get it. That cash in doesn't count. He wants to actually headline WrestleMania. He wants top billing. So, good way to get it. Our friend 
Aaron on Aubrey's neck every single day of the week. Busby says, told y'all back in January when Vinnie Mac came back that the universe was going to handle it. Now with the news of R.E. Emanuel put Vince on timeout, the universe works one way. Um, yes and no. Um, the universe does not always work, and karma does not always catch up to people that no. it should catch up to. Um, I still don't think it's caught up to the homeboy, honestly. Yeah, there are a lot of uh, nasty people in the world that are still thriving. Um, it doesn't always work that way. But um, if you uh, if you thought for a second that Vince was in charge for the last week, I think the product has been telling you that Triple H is firmly in charge. The people that are on TV, listen, when I've seen uh, Becky on TV and I see Zia Lee come out and challenge you, I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah they have a different time over here. I, I, I know I who's, I know who's uh, running the ship, man. And it ain't Vinnie Mac. <laughs> listen, not for nothing, I've watched a lot of WWE programming this week, coincidentally, funny mm -hmm. enough. And the energy is different over there. Yep. Like it feels like a different product. SmackDown, they're uh, tying loose ends. Roman's facing off of Cody. Roman's facing off at of LA Knight. I'm like, okay, I see what time of energy they're on over here. It's different. Yeah, no, um, I I can definitely see now. The energy over there is different. Um, those guys are up, man. I mean, love love or hate this company, they're up right now. They're hot. Um, it's just what it is, and I'm I sure we'll it. get into that more. But they're they're hot right now. They're up hot. Mm. That's subjective. Uh, Shockhead twenty nine says uh, TK may need time to stay off Twitter, but if the odd, funny slash eye rolling Twitter rant is the most we have to worry about from him as a wrestling promoter, that's a vast improvement to the past. Um, listen, some of this stuff was very funny. Um, yes, hilarious. The the. The day that he announced, uh, well, the day of, really, the day of when he announced that uh, we're going to have uh, the first 30 minutes commercial free, and he's getting mm -hmm. those tweets off. Oh, I laughed pretty good at some of those tweets, but some of this other stuff, I was just like, bro, it's okay, man. Like, I, I just immediately thought of, the, of um, my man at the end of the, of the wrestler, when he's trying to calm, talk Mickey Rourke off that... Uh, like, no, it's okay, Ram. We gotta do this. It's over. It's all right, Ram. It's over, Ram. Listen, <laughs> that's as, what I kept thinking. It's, it's over. It's done, As Ram. someone who has uh, had some Twitter things affect my mentals, just like, get out of there. That's it, man. Listen, y'all know how I feel about that app. Let's get out of there. It's a, it's a, I've been feeling way better since I've gotten out of there. Just get out of there, man. Y'all know how I feel about this app. It's not, it's not really a good place. I feel like it brings out the worst in people. Yeah. And, uh, just yeah and like i feel what he's saying like when he went into like you fans or well, i'm like man some of these twitter people make you feel that way so get out of there that's it it's all right just stop stop uh stop entertaining certain things man mm -hmm. it's all right yeah that's uh that's the super chats for now do we have any humpies I believe we do uh scroll down on it was the 24th anniversary of uh, Black on Both Sides, and I was like, we just talked about this album, but 24 years, man, where does the time go? Yeah, shout out to, shout out to most deaf, man. Yeah. Yassin Bey. Mm -hmm. uh, also, also shout out to Kofi Kingston. Uh, he did the ribbon cutting oh, on, yeah. on his library and uh, digital center in Ghana. That is a great initiative. Um, so legendary person, legendary wrestler, Kofi Kingston. They don't make him like that. Yeah, man. Appreciate everything he does as a wrestler, what he represents, and everything he's trying to do outside the ring. 
it's gonna be uh in 10 years we're gonna not even be thinking of his wrestling career because of all the amazing things like this he's gonna continue to do it's great yeah um let's see we got some humpers here from from tony p he says uh he may not get booker the year but petty of the week goes to tk he was not taking that shit um for real though i am 50 50 on the tk tweets i get it he should uh promo and talk his shit but he needs to know when to turn it off but hey his account and his company absolutely that's kind of how i feel about it like the choice what you want to do with it i think he should uh back back on some of it sometimes but hey who am i to tell this billionaire what to do um Also from Tony P, he says, uh, Team T- TNA, like the claim, who spent most of that reign feuding with them. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. I think huh? I mixed this up because I'm confused. <laughs> okay, so, uh, there's, there's two here. That's why I was confused. Let me go back to the beginning. He goes, uh, uh, about what Lyric said about FDR okay. is half true in my opinion. Uh, they're one of many factors that stalled the tag division. It started to stall around the claims reign other than... Uh, uh, swerving our glory and, and FDR. Who did the claim really face? Weak teams mostly before they lost. Uh, in hindsight, the guns was the right move and told the FDR comeback story. But look at the teams that were sacrificed and the guns waiting on FDR. It was weak teams that didn't make the belts feel special. When FDR won them back, who was the first feud? Team TNA, like the claim, who spent most of that reign feuding with them. Overall, it hasn't been booked well for a long time until the latter part of FDR's run, but then thought damage was already done. Okay, so... Lots to get into here. Let me let me just stop right there. So, first of all, we have new AEW World Tag Team Champions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah! Uh, so, on Collision, uh, Ricky and Big Bill won and became the new champions. Um, this was a surprise to most of us. Uh, I think to all of us. Uh... Yeah, I would say to a good amount of us. Um, but then immediately, uh, I assumed that this had to do with uh, Cash's injury from Wrestle Dream mm-hmm. um, during a match with all the open. So I was like, all right, well, Cash is probably injured, probably giving him some time to take some time off and, you know, recharge the batteries and come back. Um, then we got that report <laughs> from Dave where Dave says that uh, Cash is not hurt. Uh, that they actually had always planned to lose to Ricky and uh, Big Bill, and they're going to come back and revisit this feud later. Uh, I mean, Cash seems very clearly hurt. I mean, that was the yeah. takeaway from the match at Wrestle Dream, unless he's working. It seems very clearly hurt. So I was very confused by that report. Um, but, you know, I'm not going to get into the whether Dave is right or not things, because we've done that here, and people have been all upset with us. Um, it was everything about that was weird, but as uh Tony P is pointing out, Lyric, who was on our podcast two weeks ago, yep. um, shout out to Lyric, um, mm-hmm. she tweeted about FDR and she said that she feels that they stalled the tag division. And you know, usually one of those tweets of uh, yeah, we're gonna have this conversation later type tweets. And mm-hmm. as usual, anytime you say we're gonna have this conversation later, no, no, Twitter wants to have that conversation now. right now with you. Yeah. And uh, one of the people that wanted to have the conversation was apparently Dex. <laughs> Not so, surprising. All of this was just like, all right, Dex, like, what are you getting from responding to random Twitter? Also, accounts? get out of there, maybe. 
yeah, this was another one where I was just like, nah, just nah. Get get out of her mentions. Nothing about this looks good. Doesn't matter if uh it doesn't matter if you agree with her, it doesn't matter how you approached her. This looks crazy. Like, no, let's let's just not do this. Um as to the tweet itself, um I feel like the tag division has been very up and down all year. And so mm-hmm. I was very surprised to see people saying that FDR was a problem when FDR being there, they were having the great matches on collision. They gave us the, they gave us the two out of three falls match. They gave us the almost hour long match. They were giving us stuff like the work horseman match. Um, they just gave us a match with the young bucks at all in, which was fire. Um, Ozzy open. Ozzy open. I mean, I, I think the start of their title run wasn't great. It was it dragged, but I feel like once Collision started, it kicked in a high gear. So I can't say that there was stalled stall the division because we were complaining about the tag division before they won those belts. I don't know if people remember what was the tag title match for Revolution, but people were not happy about that match. Very <laughs> like, upset. We were there. Was, exactly. Like so, <laughs> I, people were not excited about this match, and I remember FDR coming out after the match, and that's what people popped for. So. Yeah. I'm kind of confused, and I mean, I, I'm sure some of it is that people don't like Dax, or people don't like the perception FDR, and that's probably mm-hmm. some leave off of them in their relationship to Punk. I don't like Punk, so I don't like these guys, and, you know, whatever else the extracurriculars were, but I didn't totally agree with Lyric, but I also thought the response to her tweet was very strange. Not just Dax, but people that were like jumping in her mentions and going, oh, you're just wrong about this and your take is bad. It's like, no, you could just disagree with her. But again, that's Twitter. <laughs> I hate when people say that you're wrong and this take is bad. No, just like it's my opinion and get out of my mentions, you dumb idiot. Yeah. Um, so you, you We know, just all just got to get out of Twitter. I hope Elyon blows it up. <laughs> Tired of him. Yeah, I look, man, I again, that's her opinion. If she feels that, you know, yeah. that was the defining factor. I feel like it was more than FDR. I feel like people injury... turn that into something else with Larry. Yeah. You know how this game is. Of of course. I just want to yell at you. And it's mm-hmm. just like, all right, well, that's whatever. But I feel like you could argue like the start of their reign wasn't good. But I feel like their reign got better once Collision yeah. started. And I think the they have that almost hour long match is like a match of the year. Yeah, they have they have more than one match that I feel is yeah. like a match of the year contender. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't say that it's just FDR. I think that there were other things like injuries at the start of the year. I think that there were some booking decisions that I didn't really understand. Like mm. how many how many Jarrett title shots were this year? Like he's 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 challenged for the tag belts quite a bit this year. That's um, what we need to be talking about. And I mean, don't get me wrong, I enjoy Jarrett, but. Um, I think that that started to bog down the acclaimed run with the yep. belt. And I mm-hmm. think even even after um, FDR won, they got a title shot against FDR. <laughs> it's like, that's why I'm like, I don't think that that was the only problem. I think there were some eye booking choices here. I yeah. mean, the blind tournament um, in retrospect, yes, it gave us Cole and MJF, but did it really give us anything else other than that? Like, I mean, other tag team that we enjoyed in it, and Big Bill and and Brian Cage is no more. So, mm. what was really the point of it, other than as a vehicle to move the stuff with Cole's Ford? Um, yeah, I don't know, but that's why I'm like, I don't think it's just one thing. You could you could argue some of it is FDR. You can argue, oh, they just want to go out and have the good matches. Hey, listen, man, 
I want to see good matches. So I was fine. <laughs> hey, sounds like a sound strategy to me. So at the end of this, Philip Lindsay, how do you feel about Ricky Starks and Big Bill? What are they going to do with these tag team championships? Um, I thought this was an uh, interesting choice because, of course, the other thing we have going on is FDR um, seemed like they were lined up to have a match with the Bucks because the Bucks are the number one contenders for the AEW World Tag Tag Team titles because they won their match at Wrestle Dream. So you I know where they're holding their title shot off for. Full gears coming up in California. In like it's Young yeah. Bucks territory. So I assumed um, either we were going to get a match on Title Tuesday. Um, that's what I really was assuming coming into this week. That uh, eventually Tony was going to announce that that tag title match was happening on Tuesday, and maybe the titles changed hands there. That was and, the way to do it. To that match would have. Yeah, and and then you were you possibly were going to get another match between them or another match with the guns or something at the pay per view. So I was very surprised that a we got here with Ricky and Big Bill, which I don't hate this team, but it was no, just like, good. okay, well, they're champions now. Cool. Um, the match was fun because the match basically was unpredictable. It was almost like a squash match. Um, it was. Surprisingly. Um, but that's also what told me that Cash was hurt because yeah, come he, on. Got, he, got taken, they... he got taken out of the match very early and it was basically two versus one. So that, that kind of told me that Cash probably wasn't good to work. Um, the Dave report was like, why did we do? We didn't have to do this, I think. It, yeah, I, I didn't know what to make of that report. <laughs> Obviously, someone somewhere told him that. Um, but that's the same thing I say with Dave reports all the time. He's just reporting with somebody. Yeah, it's, ne him. it's never on Dave. I hate when people are like, yeah. Dave? Messed with no, somebody now, said, yo. Yeah, I mean, it. I'm sure you can get into should he vet his reports and blah, 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 blah. But if if it feels like a trusted source and somebody from told, the goddamn source it probably uh, if it's a trusted <clears> source <throat> and, and, and he reports it then what can i say um i but yeah cash seemed very clearly hurt um and the match was fine for that i think that uh since uh ricky won the owen cup he's been on a fantastic run i, I think starks has been killing it <laughs> yeah, I think the Owen Cup has benefited him more than any other wrestler. I've he's said it before. He's kept kind of like being, it seems like he's going to have like some crazy disappointment, like with the punk stuff, and then he fell into the Brian stuff. And then like now he fell into this tag team title situation. But yeah. it's like on top of all that, he's been having amazing promos. The matches have been great. Like he's earned all the stuff too. Yeah. Um, but also, <laughs> I also assumed after the, the, the teases and stuff we were getting, at Wrestle Dream, that we we're probably getting Ricky versus Mox at the pay per view. Yeah, so right. now it looks like we're getting Ricky. That's and been all blown Jones. up. So <laughs> I I don't know. Um, I I don't know what to make of this decision. It feels like it was very last minute, but that also leads me to believe that Cash is hurt, and that's why they made the decision. Um, I I don't want to. Why did they do this? I don't want to belabor that point, but it's just like I felt like it's pretty clear that Cash is hurt. Um, um, yeah. So I. I don't know. I, I thought I think this is good for J Ricky. Um, I don't know what it means if you're just doing this to get to the pay-per-view and then they just lose to the Young Bucks. Then what was really the point? Like, <sighs> I, I, I don't know. And so that part of it, I'm not sure of. Does it, does it give you a moment on Collision where you had a crowded weekend of wrestling and you wanted people to pay attention to your show? Yes. Uh, does it give Ricky's another accolade this year? Absolutely. Um, but other than that, yeah, just not sure. But that make takes all, all the way away from the Young Bucks moment at Full Gear, which we were getting to. 
if that's where this is leading, I don't know. That's why I'm like, I don't know what to make of any of this, but it, it, it very much feels like this was a, this was changed last minute, just based yeah. off of what I assumed we were getting from Ricky at the pay-per-view, what right. I assumed we were getting from FDR and the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this just tells me like the injury just changed the plans. Right. And that's okay. It, like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's an injury. Like, we, we want the person to recover and get back to it. I feel like at the end of it, if we're going to, like, right now in the moment, we're like, maybe people feel like the lyric thing. But, like, when we look back, we're going to look at this resume of FDR matches and be like, that rain was awesome. Yeah, I feel like it's definitely better than that first rain. That first rain Way was, better. was very forgettable. I mm-hmm. feel like this time around, they had some good matches. They had some big mm-hmm. moments. And I feel like we probably really would have talked about it a little bit more favorably if uh, Cash didn't Antics. get hurt and some other <laughs> things didn't happen. Um, and I mean, it's some stuff like the punk stuff on Collision um, was a distraction as well. Yeah. But I don't or know. I think this caught was good... up in that, too. Yeah, I think this was a good run. Um, mm-hmm. I, I've been enjoying it. I think the matches have been dope. Um, and, you know, shout out to Ricky and Big Bill. I think this is a big win for Ricky. Uh, big, big Bill. Bill. Give big, it up for Big Bill, bro. Big big win for Big Bill because he did a lot of heavy lifting in this match. Um, yeah. Because that was basically the match of Big Bill beating down on Dax until uh, Ricky got tagged in and he hit him with the spear to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I Let's also... Get- I also feel like that's kind of the story of this match, and that kind of leads me to believe they're going to lose at full gear because they didn't really operate as a tag team here. Right. It was basically like Ricky sending Big Bill in to do the heavy lifting, and then he came in and did a move and picked up the win. Mm-hmm. Look, if I were to give out, if I were giving out awards and I was giving out most improved award, Big Bill is getting that award. I remember hearing a few months ago that. Big Bill thinks he's that guy. Like if big if it were up for big up to Big Bill, he'd be AEW world champion right now. He thinks he's like the guy. And ever since I've heard that, he's been that person. I was like, when I heard that, I was like, oh, that's you know, that's interesting. But then the, he started being that person. I was like, you know what? <laughs> Maybe Big Bill is that guy. And he's he has cooking. been being that guy. Every situation he's been put in, Phil. I was upset when they broke up him and Lee. I thought him and Lee Moriarty had a really fun team. He brought out a different side of Lee. Lee's been cooking ever since then. The short-lived thing with Brian Cage was on fire. Crazy mm-hmm. stuff. He's been doing amazing with Ricky Starks. And every time he's had mic time, he's been dope at it. He's funny. He's charismatic. He's, I mean, he has it all. And so I'm really happy for him, even if it's, I don't even know what this rain's going to be. Happy that he just gets an opportunity like that. And we know the things that he went through, Phil, from releasing from WWE, the drama and stuff, the stuff that he went through to get from that to this moment is awesome to see. Yeah, um, I think he's been doing really well with AEW, um, particularly this this year. I thought he, he looked really good in the Battle Royal earlier this year. Mm-hmm. I think um, every tag team they've put him in, he somehow manages to make, make it work. I think the stuff with yeah. Lee was good. The stuff with Brian Cage was really good. That was the mm-hmm. one I was disappointed that they broke up. Yeah. Because I thought him and Brian Cage had legs and they could have kept going with that. But um, They got to revisit that, honestly. Yeah, but I mean, even this um this pairing with Ricky has been good for him. I've enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Um, So, yeah, man. Big ups to those two guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did not expect to be talking about a, a tag title change. But we got two big tag title changes in the same night, which was we did. crazy. Yeah. Um, let's see. We had other Humper chats, but Tony P sent us down this detour into tag team wrestling. <laughs> um, 
Good. <laughs> Good. Uh, okay, so he, he also continues, Tony P. Uh, appreciate you, uh, Tony P, for yeah. the upper chat. He Thanks, also continues, uh, help, other than uh, international champ title, uh, you can say that title suffered since double or nothing last year in AEW from weak challengers, uh, suspensions, or injuries trying to rebuild Ring of Honor as a brand, etc. Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, I think injuries right okay. now have been an issue with the international title, but um, I thought Orange was a good champion, and it seemed like they had something good going with Mox. Nobody expected Mox to get hurt at Grand Slam, of course. Yeah. Uh, uh, look at it. It's, it's hard because he's right, but I feel like most of it is because of the injuries. The Max thing we could get into, I feel like that's like an hour and a half worth of podcast of his run him beating two wrestlers by himself. There's like a lot to get into, but uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know if I agree because the, yeah. the orange thing was so strong. I feel like it, it mm-hmm. like carried the company in a good way. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's the best champion in the company for sure. Yeah. So. Um, so I, orange wasn't problem. It's just uh, the guy that you had. I don't know the trios to... titles. Uh... I mean, it was the right move to put it on the claim. The claim are still over. Yeah. Um, and you needed to do something with them. Um, I enjoyed House of Black as trios champions, but yeah. they didn't exactly have like storylines or feuds with those belts. They just and broke. not enough time. Yeah, so mm. I'm not upset with it. Um, okay. From uh, from Van Twinblade, he says uh, tomorrow at Glory Pro. Uh, sorry, tomorrow from Glory Glory Pro uh, El Dorado. Xavier Walker is going to nuke Dak. Dra- Draper's ass in a street fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, all right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Kenny Alfonso challenges Tankman for the title with uh, PME, while PME defends the tag titles from the kingdom. And Coco Lane and Rohit Raju are going to have some playtime. Rohit. Uh, yeah. Sounds like a dope show. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Rohit. I still think he needs to have a contract somewhere. They need to quit playing. Him and Jake Something. I think Jake Something has a contract with Impact, but you know. Yeah, uh, they gotta make room because Punk's coming. Sure he is. Um, <laughs> speaking of shows, I mean, we're gonna get into Fastlane in a second, but um, Royal Quest starts in about fifteen minutes my time. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you are excited or interested in New Japan uh, slash UK wrestling, that's gonna be a great show. Um, got a very stacked card. I didn't even realize it was this early, but yeah. it is coming on. Uh, it's not going to be on New Japan World yet, but you can watch it on RevPro's in-demand service. Oh, um, that's going to get people not that happy. Yeah, I mean, you know, of course, when people have to pay for the pay-per-view in New <laughs> Japan, people are not the most excited because it, it's the same way with some of those strong shows that are on fight. You have to pay for it separately from uh, your New Japan subscription. Um, but it's a pretty good card. Um, yep. Like, I... Of course, like the main event is the big uh, draw for it, but I think otherwise, it, there's some good matches on this card. They've got yeah. uh, Ro- Robbie X uh, versus the returning uh, Ishimori. That looks dope. Ooh. Yeah, that's fire. Um, we've got uh, we've got uh, El Desperado versus Trent Seven. That looks like it's going to be a, a dope mm, one. Interesting. Uh, y- uh, Yoda Suji is taking on Luke Jacobs. Um, I believe last year Suji was still on his excursion to UK, so it's interesting that now, like, he's coming back um, super popular now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's over. Be, 
going to be interesting to see how the UK crowd responds to him this time around. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Leon Slater and Cameron Kai taking on Clark Connors and Drilla Maloney. That's going to be fire as well. Leon um, Slater, you guys, if you don't know the name Leon Slater, I just posted his 450 splash because somebody was trying to say Bianca had the best 450 splash. I'm sorry. Bianca has an incredible 450 splash, but the 450 splash of today is Leon Slater. 19 years old, you guys. You guys are going to know his name very soon. If you don't, very soon you'll be like, oh, yeah, Leon Slater. I know him. He's everywhere. Yeah, nah, he's he's fired. That The the Jeff's going around of him doing that swan time that he does that I don't know how he does it. He changes mm-hmm. and changes in midair. It mm-hmm. just looks crazy. Like, yeah. Yeah, this kid, is, this kid is special. Um, that's going to be fire. You also have uh, the team of El Phantasma, Tama Tonga, and Tonga Loa taking on Alex Coughlin. David Finley and Gabe Kidd. Um, I'm sure we're going to get more of those those uh, two factions throughout the year, but that's going to be a cool six man. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, Ren Narita and Shota Umino taking on Akira and Great Okan. Um, that's going to be a cool one. You've got uh, Sonata and Doki taking on Bushi and Naito. Uh, of course, that is uh, leading off of the Destruction show from last week where Naito officially challenged Sonata for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. It's official. At Wrestle Kingdom. He is now carrying around, still carrying around a tote, not carrying mm-hmm. around a briefcase mm-hmm. for his G1 win. He's carrying around a tote, which I think is a good, <laughs> it's such a Naito thing to do. It is. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we've also got. Uh, Has some Orange Cassidy parallels. It does, but mm-hmm. I've been saying for the longest, listen, Forbidden Door next year. Tetsuya Naito versus mm-hmm. Orange Cassidy should yeah. be on that card. One on one, no met, no multi man matches. One book, on one, book that match. Um, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Eddie Kingston, and the homie Michael Oku will be taking mm. on TJP and Jeff Cobb and Hanare. That's going to be a dope one as That's well. Fire. Um, excited to see Michael Oku get these opportunities. Um, Another one. If y'all don't know, y'all listen to our interview with Michael Oku. He's Way on his way. He's already there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Speaking of interviews, I did hey. not put this over earlier, but mm-hmm. we interviewed a friend of the show, Swerve, earlier this week. Well, last week it yeah. uh, went up earlier this week. Um, mm-hmm. You can still check that out on Fightful's YouTube channel. Yeah, um, really fun, really dope. Oh, we're gonna get into Swerve and Brian Danielson very soon here. So yeah, yeah. Uh, got a Tomohiro Ishii taking on Shingo Takagi. Know what it is. Big man beating the shit out of each other. Mm. This is probably the one, you know, if you just look at the card, you're like, which going to probably be the one on paper? This one. Yeah, it's going to be fire. But the main event, uh, two of the best UK wrestlers there are, are going to take, going to go head to head in the main event. It's going to be Will Ospreay versus Zack Sabre Jr. This is the match that I am the most excited to see from this card. Mm -hmm. Um, kind of salty that i won't be able to watch it right away but mm. very much excited for that it's our fault at least we can blame it on <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so you know if you are looking for something else to do other than you know watch the two of us talk about wrestling for the yeah. next hour or so no. um you like you it can, you can go and check out uh royal quest which is going going to air in about 10 minutes yeah super dope card that's a crazy main event if you know the history of those two wrestlers um I'd love to I always want to like go back in time to the younger versions of themselves and be like one day, like I'd love to go back to like PWG and be like, look, 
Kevin Steen and El Generico, y'all are going to wrestle at WrestleMania against each other one day. Go back to like 2015 and be like, you guys are going to, Zack Sabre Jr., Will Ospreay, y'all are going to headline a New Japan pro wrestling show and y'all are both going to be quite, people around the world are going to say both of you guys are the best wrestlers in the world, like far and away. It's crazy that they both have gotten here. Both little skinny guys from the UK are now just transformed into being these guys. So it's crazy. That main event is going to be talking. Everybody's going to be talking about that for the rest of the day, for sure. Yeah. Um, definitely can't wait to watch that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, get into some more of our Humper Chats before we move forward. Um, I am going to save that Humper Chat, Tony P. I see until later because we are going to get into Fast Lane talk. But I'm going to come back to that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, from Bizarro Big L, he said, uh, Phil gonna spit bars. Uh, just don't mention muffins. Hope you guys are good. <laughs> just enjoying the graps, not getting caught up in the BS today. Reg, yes. how do you avoid talking to people? That misdial weeks ago came back to bite me. <laughs> I got this dreaded <laughs> text from my ex. Uh, <laughs> the dreaded text from my ex, brother. That's uh, whoo, sometimes my phone lights up and I'm like, damn, what did I do? What did I do? Um, you just got to be honest with yourself. You got to be honest with the person. Just got to be honest. Like, what do you, what do you, uh, are you going to stand on it? That's what, that's where I've landed very recently, Phil. Am I going to stand on it or am I going to just move on? Been just doing a lot of moving on. Cause standing on it is like, for what? Sometimes it's like, yes, pride. I'm going to stand on this shit. But other times it's like, I don't have time for this. I'm out of here. Listen, just just because I don't respond, I mean, I'm not standing on it. I think that sometimes people misunderstand that. Just because I don't respond to you don't mean I'm not standing on it. It's just I am not giving you my energy today. Yeah, Philip Lindsay is very different. Again, you got to pick your battles. Philip Lindsay is a no-limit soldier when it comes to standing on it. No, you got to pick your battles. And sometimes I'm just like, ah. I, I still I still I still know in my heart and soul that you're wrong. And I think in your heart and soul you know you're wrong too, but I'm just not gonna do this with you today. You got it. But I do be hearing about it in the group chat of Phil saying, I was right, don't worry. Now, sometimes <laughs> You're not standing on business. Standing on business is the funniest. Uh Drewski put out a skit of uh he said that <laughs> he said that Drake ripped him off. Dude, I was crying. <laughs> yeah, the hilarious. Uh nah man, look, uh, you know. Sometimes those uh those texts come through and sometimes you just gotta you just gotta go with the flow with it, man. Don't um don't overcommit, man. <laughs> don't stand oh. on business sometimes. Don't overcommit, man. <laughs> sometimes, man. That pressure beyond though, you like, you know what? I'ma let this text off. And then you regret it as soon as you hit that send button. So don't hit the send button. Say something yeah, nice. Man. Sometimes, you know. Dogs will be dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Here up, go. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Tizo killed that though, man. Tizo, Tizo cooked that, man. Tizo's uh, just caught up in all this drama. Tizo's like, I just went in there to cook. I didn't want to be stuck in all this. <laughs> Listen, man, I just wanted to get some vocals off for the Drake record. And he cooked, like I said, on both records he's on. He's great. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> from uh, from D-Lo Diggs, uh, he says, what's up, fellas? It's Graps time. Uh, also, um... Also, man, I don't know what's been wild this week. TK tweets or uh, Jada Smith bombing will. Listen, man. Please leave this man alone. Why? The Why is your... to Bel Air. 
why is your whole rollout why for this for this book been kicking this man's back in like what are you doing man <laughs> like what's happening right here Does she understand that? i don't think she understand that we like will smith like i don't know why you got running this smear campaign we like this guy we don't want this we don't want this what? But, yo, the crazy thing about this whole thing, the first time I even saw anything about this book, um, she was opening the box and taking the books out of the box on IG. And who was standing behind her supporting the whole thing? Will Smith! He was just like, no, this is great. I'm proud of you. And then we see her go on the road, and it's just like, nah, we're not even together. Like, yo, what? what is this? <laughs> what happened well, right now? Said, I was surprised that he called me his wife. Bro, what? <laughs> I I don't, I don't think we had to hear this. I don't I don't really get it. Like this man has been trying to trying to hold it down. He's not trying to put any of your business out in the street. And the He's issue, to... Phil, I feel is like she, she's not. He not, he hasn't done anything bad. Like she's not being like he was crazy. He did all this stuff. She's like, oh, I just really I don't know. He's just like regular. I don't really like Tupac though. Like he was out in these streets. And then Will was at home. We we haven't really been down like that. It's just like he hasn't done anything bad. It feels like she's saying she's just like we're just not down like that. And it's like okay, well leave him alone then. Why you keep body slamming him every point? Time and I mean, I, I I should make this clear. Like this isn't a a, a jump on Jada thing. I'm just no. I'm just baffled by the whole thing because I'm just like we don't need to know any of this stuff, man. Know. Like I know. I don't want to know. I mm -hmm. and I just feel like you. With every clip that comes out, I feel even more embarrassed for Will. Like I'm sure yeah. he's sitting at home, like, nah, you didn't need to, you didn't need to put that out there. Like what? Mm -hmm. Like after the slapping thing, and like he's, it's gone on record to be like, I went through some shit. I'm this, blah blah blah. And then you probably feeling good, and then she's like, nope, <laughs> bro. This that slap was was a year ago at this point, bro. Like, yeah. Why are we still talking about? We this, was man? moving on. I thought. <laughs> why are we still talking about this? And. I just feel like all of this extra information doesn't make either of them look good. It just, no. yeah, I just, I don't know, it's man. Wild. I, I love just, Will Smith. He's the rapper, the first rap Grammy, him. He got it. Yeah. Some of this it's stuff can him. stay, can stay inside your household. We don't need to know. Man. Like when, when, when all this stuff with August was happening, why you ain't come out when the stuff with August came out and tell us you were separated then? Why now you're talking about, ah, uh, well, you know, we've been and separated he came since 2016. And defended her again then. Bro, you hopped on there and told us you was in an entanglement. You didn't tell us y'all were separated back then. Like, what's happening, bro? Like, what is this? <laughs> what are you doing? Why? I forgot about that. That was during the time you could have just said, we're separated. We None of this would have happened. I, yeah, this, this all is just like, I don't, I don't need to know y'all, y'all relationship business. Like, I don't need to know. I don't want to know Jada. Like it's cool. I know you still have all this love for Pac and all these other things. That's great. And Cole's gonna have that. to switch his lyrics up. First Ram and Papoose. Now Will and Jada. Like black love, black hip hop love. <sighs> yeah, I. <laughs> yeah, I. Every just leave time I'm alone. <laughs> every time I see these clips, I'm just like trying to quickly scroll by them so I don't hear any of them. Like I just, I don't want to. I'm know, thinking man. of that video now that you uh, that you're talking about of her pulling the books out and. It, the family's just in the back like great job bro like all of them are so happy like willow's uh, hugging her and like you know she they was in the rollout too she's like i don't really miss my kids they are they over here i'm like yo 
Why are you saying all of like this? All of the, like, I'm telling you, like, bro, if you look at from the time of that IG post and, like, how happy her entire family looks for her in that moment, and then you see the rollout, it's just like, yo, what is really happening here? Like, bro. a wild rollout. It, it could have been way out. different. I want to hear about, uh, like, her acting career. She was in a different world. Low down, dirty shame. Like, there's all the stuff she could talk about. And the great aspects of her family. But she's like, nah. We going with the wild rollout. I understand. I get it. It's gonna sell a whole bunch of books, but like your family. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, man. I don't really understand kicking dirt on this guy that has been trying to support your your rollout for this book. It just... He put his career on the line for a slap <sighs> for you. You could have just been like, thanks, and we would have been good. <laughs> it could have been just like thanks. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, no, nah, I wasn't even really down with it. I don't even know why he was acting like that. I don't even comedian know. Is going comedian is what she said. Yo. I, I don't even know why he, I don't even know why he did that. I'm not even his wife anyway. And Yo. then on top of that, you know, I don't know if y'all know, but Chris Rock tried to ask me out at one point. Like, that, yo, what is happening? Yo, what is going on <laughs> here? What's going on here? <laughs> this is going crazy. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I just don't need to know, man. Like the other bombshell. I love she... bring the pain. It's like, wait, hold on a minute. <laughs> Bro, the other bombshell she put out there is that uh, Pocket proposed to her while he was right. in jail. And I'm just like, Bro, you're married, man. Yeah. Like, I'm so confused. Like, what happened? It's been dead since 1996. My man, rest in peace. One of the goats. Hip hop changed the game. He dead, Jada. Like, we don't need to know about none of this. Yeah, I just yeah, this all uh like so. that could be a tidbit in the book, but that don't need to be the rollout of the book. Yeah, you know this, what is, I mean? this is this is a lot. This is just too much for me, man. I just don't I don't wanna I don't wanna know. <laughs> I don't wanna know, man. Tough game, tough game. It's cold out here, man. Uh, <laughs> That's big Will, big Willie Styles, man. Getting jiggy with it. Yeah, Jesus Christ, man! This whole uh, this whole time, I've just been like, man, that guy, man, he's got to be sitting at home, like, man. But you know, we never know. He could be. She, I mean, so, he is still Will Smith, also. We we never know. As soon as she walked out the door, he could have called the he could have called the jump off off the phone. Yeah, like, hey, what you doing tonight? Like, yeah, she oh, out. Man. She on her book tour. Come through. <laughs> Who knows? Huh? Who knows, man? That that does sound really funny. If him kicking kicking up the feet, and he's just like, nah, she's. she's we saw him up. getting this shit off of what was his co-star, uh, the homegirl Margot Robbie. Remember, there's like those pictures that they were like on set. They was getting down, and we. It's different now. He was he was separated. Jada said it. She said it. Listen, man, he he might have kicked up his feet like uh like in the Jackson movie, and was like, man, get the get the butter pecan. <laughs> <laughs> butter pecan, butter pecan. Get the butter pecan, man. Now that is a not to go off a tangent, but it's a classic moment in television movie movie history yeah. of him kicking up his feet and 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 uh, talking to a woman after he told <laughs> after he told Catherine to go out and get him the ice cream. He wanted the butter pecan. That's she came sick. back in, and Angela was like, "I heard her, I heard her." Keep <laughs> <laughs> it in the house. In our bed. <laughs> no, Joe Jackson, I don't want you. I don't want you. You're a liar. You're a cheat. And I don't want you. I don't want you. <laughs> Classic moment, buddy. <laughs> Classic moment in television history, man. Ooh, you a liar man. and you a cheat, Joe Jackson. 
Philip Lindsay. Give him the award, brother. <laughs> <laughs> only movie, only movie that runs all day. Like you could go out, you could watch the first part, go out for the day, and come back, and it's still gonna be on. Nah, man. And I usually sit and will watch most of it, man. Classic <laughs> movie, man. <laughs> Trust me, Karen. Trust me, Karen. Never hurt you. Never do. <laughs> Shout out to Angela, man. Angela Ooh. Bassett, a legend. She has cooked so many times, man. It's a crazy. legend. Like through our lives, we've just watched her cook so many times. Easy. She's still cooking. Still cooking, bro. Still cooking. Swab. Uh, oh, man. I cried. We got more Super Chats. We got, like, one more Humper Chat that I wanted to save until we got to Fastlane Talk. Yeah, we got some uh, Super Chats. Let's get into them. Uh, our friend Irene C. says, TK needs to be more wise and not make himself look vulnerable. Because whether it makes sense or not, a lot of fans overvalue the optics of power on Twitter. More than real life crimes, i.e., Vince versus Tony. Great point, Irene. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, sometimes you don't need to tweet everything. That's it. It's all right. We don't need to know it, and we don't need to see it. Uh, the other half says Nick Aldis versus Roman and Larry June. Shout out to Larry June, who was making some very dope mu- music. If you haven't heard the Larry June and Alchemist project, you missing out. Some dope hip hop, some adult hip hop, as they say, Phil. Yeah, um, I haven't heard all of Larry June album, but uh, it's fire. Yeah, see, I'm I'm part of the problem, I guess, because I, I won't you are. Up, I won't grow up still listening to you know immature Drake. That's it. That's all you want to listen to. <laughs> Your dog. Nah, man, come on. <laughs> We're gonna get into a fully, but uh, yeah, Nick Aldis is uh out here uh officially on TV as the GM of SmackDown. Yeah, pretty dope. Shout no out to Nick, man. Uh, Leonard Aaron's the third says, uh, don't let people's one-sided narratives get in the way of FTR legitimately trying to help to get the tag division back up and running. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's intended to be one-sided. I just think people have their opinions. Right. Yeah. FTR know what they did. Dax know what he did. Yeah. That's why I was more confused as to why he responded to that. If you, if you think that you, you had a good reign or whatever, why you, you don't have to talk about it. You know, you did it. We saw it. Uh, our friend Bragov says, uh, HHH popped me, Triple H popped me that entire segment. HHH <laughs> popped me that entire segment with the piped in booze stuff. Mike change and the judgment, judgment day interruption meme. SmackDown was a lot of fun. LA night, big, huge, giant star. Yeah, big pop, man. <laughs> Y'all gotta stop playing with LA Night, man. People really like LA Night, Phil. Y'all gotta stop playing with this guy. I told y'all, man, when I went to AEW shows and I started hearing the yes at AEW shows, I've seen yeah. people at more than one um, show that is not WWE, and I've seen people dressed at this guy. Nah, this guy's over. Nah, they're MLBs. Uh, there's teams adding him online. There's people dressed up as him at different games and stuff. This guy is over like Rover, big dog. He, he's out of here, man. Yeah. He's Good for him. Uh, a new rag says, shout out to a new rag says, who do you think is winning the TNT title? Knowing Brian, I guess Christian is winning. Brian is cooking every week since all <laughs> out, man. I just want a year at least before retiring full time. I'm not ready. None of us are ready. We're never going to be ready for, it. but just like I say with West side gun, 
he's going to retire Brian Danielson, and we're going to have a million matches, a million heaters that we can watch forever. He's done everything you could possibly ever want to do. Of course, there's still dream matches. There's still stuff to move forward with. But his catalog, man, he could retire today, and he did it five times over. Yeah. Um, yeah. Knowing Brian, I feel like he's losing tonight. Um, yeah. Because he don't this, want that belt. This guy does not want to be champion. <laughs> I don't know why he doesn't want to be champion. But I don't he, know why he, he just want to have the matches. He does. Nah. I feel like he's losing tonight. He's so funny because we all want him to have the belt. And he's like, I don't want that belt, you guys. Leave no, me alone. I'm, I'm good on that belt. Y'all got it. <laughs> going to be a great match, though. Brian yeah. Danielson has been cooking again. We're going to get into him and swerve very soon. Uh, Leonard Aaron III also says, with their match set to go down in a few hours, how would you play it with Osprey versus Zack Sabre Jr.? I go with Zack Sabre Jr. beating Will, and he's ready for way more. Yeah, how do you feel this playing out, Phil? Um, I don't know. I, I could see uh, I can see uh, Osprey holding on to that belt until Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, I was going to say, where do you see both of these guys at Wrestle Kingdom? Yeah, I could see him holding on to that belt at Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, Zach doesn't really need the belt. He's been killing it with the television belt, destroying it. So I, 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 I think because uh, we I get th- a big Osprey match, of course, at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, I think Osprey's gonna win. Yeah, who's he gonna face at Wrestle Kingdom though? Maybe it's Kenny. Maybe this again the third match. Mm, I don't know. I'm not mad at it at all because if they're gonna try to top that last one, maybe I am mad at it because I want them to be healthy because like. You only go. Where do you go from there? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be mad at another Kenny match. Um, if it's not Kenny, I'm not sure. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I feel like with what he's doing with the whole IWGP United Kingdom stuff, I feel like it's got to be like a either like like a known wrestler from the states mm. or like a popular guy. Gen. I'm not sure. Um, that all leads me to believe that it's probably Kenny on this day. Hmm. That'd be interesting. For the UK title at Wrestle Kingdom, Will Ospreay and uh, Adam Copeland? Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think... He uh, said he wanted to match with Okada, but yeah, like, get in line, brother. Yeah, I mean, everybody. <laughs> Ospreay or Okada match at this point. I want to match with Okada at this point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Van Twinblade also says, yes, sign Rohit tonight, Tony. I've been wanting, I've been, yo, sign Rohit. He could do everything, both sides of the ring. He could talk. He's that guy. He needs something. Yeah, a very good run with Impact. Um, Yes. I thought thought that that was going to lead to more for him. Me too. uh, I'm very surprised nobody signed him after that. Yeah, I mean, the game is the game. Uh, Grim Spider 93 says, happy Grapster Day, fellas. This week has been wild week in wrestling from the amazing night of wrestling on Tuesday to the TK tweets. It's been wild. Yeah, it's been, it's been a lot going on. It's a lot going on. Uh, Brent Lockman says, hey, shout out to Brent Lockman. Uh, finally catching live after too long. Yes, I'm like, yeah, I haven't seen Brent in here in a while. Finally catching live after far too long. Hat and shirt arrived today. We'll wear them proudly. Continue to be awesome. Mac versus Joe tonight is going to be incredible. Brent, you said a bunch of great things in this Super <laughs> Chat. Shout out to you for sending over that Super Chat. Shout out to you for tuning in live. It's been a while. Brand, appreciate you coming back. Hat and shirts are looking amazing on everybody. Everybody posting their hats. Hats are dope. Everybody posting their shirts. Shirts are incredible. Appreciate y'all for supporting. Of course, you can get them at grapsity.bigcartel.com. Philip Lindsay did an amazing job on those hats. And Willie Mack versus Samoa Joe is a Righteous Reg invitational match 
Can't wait to see it. Yeah, no, I'm very excited for Mac versus Joe. Um, yeah, I find myself every time somebody is like posting one of these hats, I'm like, no, that's that's fire. Like, because <laughs> when, like, uh, when I got when I got mine, I just got like a, the sample for it. And of course, it came in black. And I was just mm-hmm. like, no, nah, this is dope. But every time I see somebody with it in color, I was like, no, nah, that's kind of hard. Like that maroon joint. I was like, oh nah. yeah, the maroon joint goes crazy. I'm like, hey, no. Yeah, I was like, that's might, that's might have to get one of those. Might, that might be a <laughs> that might be a cop eventually. Um, and and you know, of course, um, as a Chicagoan, like, and people that are like, uh, of course, like you could see the influences on the hats because uh, very much influenced by the Detroit Lions and Sox uh, mm-hmm. logo. But at the same time, like, like that silver that silver uh, Sox hat in the in the Chicago, mm-hmm. that is why I picked silver as one of the colors. If, if, in case you guys are wondering. So every time I see it in silver, I'm like, it just fits, man. It just works. So we're just everything's just Chicago at this point, huh? No, I I got it. <laughs> I, I got, it, it's available in royal blue as well for Dodgers fans. It's available in navy, like the, yeah, the Yankees. A couple, couple of those I can't get. I can't yeah, wear that. Yeah, it's it's available in other colors, man. <laughs> no red hats for me in California. And blue, the, the shade. There's a fine line. <laughs> but yeah, man. You know, shirts and hats are still available. Yeah. Um, at Grapsity dot bitcartel.com super fire y'all are dope uh grim spider 93 also says the best storyline i'm looking forward to is ortiz versus santana keith lee versus shane taylor meet swerve versus hangman 2 god i love wrestling yes philip Lindsay. i watched this santana and ortiz promo from rampage last night and brother it's the best when it's real right hate, <laughs> hate. I'm like, oh, yeah, these guys really don't like each other. You can very much feel the tension in the air, man. You can feel it. That's how you do a wrestling promo. How do you say? You make it real. Everything's real here. Yeah. We're shooting, guys. Just film that. Film these guys yelling at each other. No, it's amazing. Pew, 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 pew. They got it together. Like, seeing them on camera together just like that was like, whoa. And then they start getting it. So you're like, oh, whoa, okay, yes. I'm loving this. Whatever they're doing here, I'm in. Yep. Crazy. Um, Tyrone Kidd says, three-piece, has anyone heard anything about Vikingo versus Swerve, which happened at Defy last night? I know they killed that. Has anyone heard about the uh, Grizzled Young Vets promo? I'm happy they are free. And boo Nick Aldis for being pro same old Charlotte. <laughs> Shake my head. <laughs> yeah. Um, Thanks, Tyrone. Yeah, very excited to see what Grizzled Young Vets do next. Um, I was... Uh, I was a big fan of what they were doing with NXT UK. Even mm-hmm. when they came over and they were doing NXT proper at one point, um, I thought they were a great tag team. Um, I just don't understand how you have somebody as Zach Gibson, who is like a heat magnet, is just a great character and all this other stuff, and decide, no, nah, we're just gonna, we're just not gonna do any of the stuff that makes him interesting. Mm-mm, none of the stuff that, <laughs> yeah, none of the stuff that brought him to the table. We're not gonna do any of that stuff. But like, I think the idea, the idea of them going to Japan, and they're screwed because like, they're about to cook. I mean, WWE yeah. is screwed, as in Grizzly Young Vets are about to destroy it because they're one of those tag teams that are like. They weren't going 100 like when they were up there. Now they're going to be going 100 and people are going to be like, oh, shit, these guys are crazy. And if they're going to be immediately, they might show up tonight on this show. There's been some teases. So or today on this show, that's going down. Yeah, so, I like what's yeah, up. Could show up at Royal Quest, could show mm-hmm. up at uh, at uh, AW Collision. I'm yep. not sure where they oh, go next. Oh, I didn't even think about Collision. They could show up there, too. But uh, I, I just excited to see them 
um, do what they do best. I'm excited to see uh, Zack Saber come out and do the Liverpool accent and everything. Again. <laughs> um, yeah, and yeah, uh, your boy Nick Ellis immediately went into being uh, on your homegirl Charlotte side. Shameful. Didn't like it. I mean, I expect it. It probably was like in his employee handbook. He like got to a page, just like put Charlotte over. You that that, that Charlotte wasn't over. that wasn't what I had a problem with from that segment. I'll get to it when we talk. About oh that. yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I had an issue with that segment. That was just like, what? All right, we're definitely gonna get into it. Uh, Leonard Aaron the Thirds also says, "Shout out to Leonard for uh, supporting us today." Don't be a will to anyone's Jada, folks. This concludes my Lynn Comsense PSA of the week. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but that, I feel like it shouldn't stop anyone from trying to be that because like Will shouldn't be, you know, there shouldn't be nothing on him. He shouldn't be disciplined for trying to love someone and trying to keep it real, you know? Yeah, uh, I don't know. we never know what's going on over there. He just never know. He could be uh, he could be he could be slamming her out over there behind closed doors. Huh? Right. Nobody know. And um, that's why she's um, on, on, on camera everywhere, like trying to trash dude. Because y'all, they're just like y'all. Just y'all don't know this dude is awful. Could be, or it could be her kink that she's like, yo, in the streets, like I play, like I don't like you, but when I get home, we get down to it. You know, you never know. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> These people kinks are wild. Uh, Orion Ben six 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 says, my thanks to the Fightful family all week for being a welcome distraction from real life tragedy. Uh, I mean, the Fightful Tuesday Night War is better than the AEW versus Tuesday versus NXT howling. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a lot of real world stuff going on that is depressing. It's wild, man. Uh, Van Twinblade also says, y'all see Max and Renee. Uh, Mox and Renee adopted another young wrestler on Instagram. Billy has a family. Ma- Mox, you can't collect kids like Pokemon cards. Talking about Billy Starks, of course. Who has been having an amazing week all week doing some great things. Um, no, the funniest thing about Billy Stark this week was her real dad um, getting <laughs> getting his shit off when the news made the net that she signed. He was like, oh, I can talk about it yet? Yeah, nah, ain't nobody fucking with my, my kid. My kid's yes. better than every, all your kids. He turned into straight dance dad thing. Yes. I was like, yo, get your shit off, bro. Love it. Shout out to the homie Mouse who finally gets to officially get his stuff off. He's just been keeping it a secret, just playing along. Oh, yeah, she's going to be on this show. She's going to be on that show, I guess. I don't know. I don't know anything. Yes, time is official. And she said she's... Uh, she tweeted yesterday she had seven matches or something this week and she won all seven of them. So like, yo, it's yeah, crazy. yeah, nah. He was he was getting the tweets off as soon as that uh, report hit the net. It was really funny. Mm-hmm. And then uh, last super chat for now. Meet Norma says Samoa Joe versus Willie Mack. Thanks TK and Bill Birmingham. I feel seen. Uh, I don't know if we can credit both of those guys on that. I don't know who. Yeah, who don't uh, we don't know who books what. I don't, I don't know what the game's like over there. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah, I suppose. Let me read this other. Uh, well, no, I'll, I'll I'll read the Humper chat once we get into it. But okay, uh, let's uh, let, let's get in the fast lane. Yeah, uh, we got a WWE pay per view last week. Very well, short. Interesting to the point. things on this show, Phil. Very short and to the point pay-per-view, um, which you're not going to have any complaints from me when it's just a five-match card. And yeah, get to it. Easy breezy. Um, what did you think of this show? Because I thought it was – it very much felt like a B pay-per-view for me. But the most egregious thing you know for me, tag team championships, because why? 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 
Um, yeah, I mean, so what he's talking about, of course, uh, the tag titles match opened the show. Um, and I, I was of the opinion that, all right, well, this is just a way to get those four guys on the car. We're probably going to get some Rhea stuff. We're going to get a Jade appearance. We did get a Jade appearance, but we did. it was backstage on the pre-show, not on the mm-hmm. actual show, which I was kind of confused about. But um, this was a solid match. I thought it was a very fun match. Good match. Uh, Cody looked great. Um, uh, Jay looked great. Uh, Judgment Day still works really well as heels. But um, Cody and Jay won this match. They are new. <laughs> Undisputed tag team champions. I yeah. was not expecting this at all nope. coming. Another into this. surprising one. <laughs> I I thought that this was a pretty predictable match. I thought that um, the Judgment Day were going to remain champions. Um, yeah. I don't know what to make of this. I'm not sure why. I guess now thinking about it, what happened on SmackDown last night with that little stare down at the top of the ramp. That's that's why. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm guessing they're leading to uh, Cody and Jay versus. Um, Jimmy and Solo is what it's looking like, right? Maybe. Um, because it's dumb, but I get it. <laughs> I I mean, it's a roundabout way to get back to it. Um, like I said, the match itself was fun. I yeah. I was kind of confused by the finish. I was like, okay. And then we got the SmackDown stuff this week where um, Roman is back and he's doing the what do you got? What have you guys been doing while I was away thing? Mm-hmm. So it seems like this is leading to. Jimmy and Solo, like you said, challenging for those belts because we got yeah. to stare down. And then we also got finally uh, leading back to Roman and Cody stuff. Yep. So all that stuff is fine. Um, mm-hmm. the, this match was fine. It, yeah. It, I, I, Good I match. Enjoyed it. Good um, heat. The, 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 the talking point of all of this stuff was them winning. I feel like the press conference was better than anything it was. in this match or the finish itself. <laughs> like that was worth the the win of them this, doing the this, press conference. That made it worth them winning the title because that press conference was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah, I already seen it in our in our chat. Uh, that spawned all of the Yeet stuff this weekend uh, and this week, which of course every I'm time not, you give not behind that. Every time you give wrestling these kind of things, they run it into the ground, especially WWE. But mm-hmm. I thought that press conference was hilarious. Um, Isn't there a rapper named Yeet too? Wasn't he on the Drake album? Yes. Mm. Yeah. I believe it's spelled different though. But yeah. Yeah, um, yeah nah. This whole press conference of... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what they did before they walked in there. <laughs> I don't know. I, I have an I, idea what they did. <laughs> I don't know where they were at. But when they walked in there... Um, no, everything about it's funny. When Jay walked in and his music was playing and he was walking around in circles and he was like, y'all not fucking with this remix? Y'all not fucking with this? It's just me, Oos. Hilarious, but we aren't. We I don't like that remix. That remix is trash. But yes, now, I definitely know what the, they might. The yeah, I mean, hitting that is pretty hard. That visual of him doing, doing that every time looks fire. I know what they was getting into. Didn't they take the greens off of the scheduled list or whatever you can't get fined anymore if you get look just say it out loud they was getting high in the back back there wasn't that come on that's what it looked like to me as somebody it, it, who getting high it looks like they it, came in as two people that get high but i don't think cody be getting high though so i think they probably just had a couple of steve weisers maybe back there i don't know maybe but no these guys were lit when they went in there uh, <laughs> jay was hilarious jay trailing off in the middle of answering questions was hilarious at one point <laughs> he was answering question and he was like, you know, I'm just proud of him. And I was just like, you know, hey. And then he just started barking at a kid. <laughs> the microphone. He was like, where are you going? Wait a minute, Jay. 
Jay is that guy. Like, it, you know, you understand why he's in the position that he's in. Like, when you see him in situations like this, like, just like naturally charismatic and just engaging, like all the things you would want out of a wrestler like them. And he's just having a good time, I think it looks like. Yeah, there was that. There was um, him getting into the end of his question and going, you feel me? You feel me? And then Cody just leans into his mic and goes, do you feel him, sir? (laughs) (laughs) Great press conference. Um, This is the thing that's great about wrestling because unpredictable things like this that are not organic. You couldn't have, you couldn't have planned that. It it, it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been the same. Everything was funny. Um, Mm -hmm. Jay constantly doing things to, uh, to break Cody in the midst of this was hilarious. Mm -hmm. Cody seemed like he's having the time of his life. Um, No, this was very, very funny. Yeah. Um, uh, Some of the other stuff from the press conference that I was just sitting there like, all right, what are, where are we going, man? What, what's, what is this? Uh, Like what? I don't know, man. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. What you mean? Like, what you mean, though? <laughs> nothing. Uh, I it, it just was a lot of stuff from that press conference that I was sitting there like. Like what, Phil? What specifically? No, it was more than one thing. Because it was just like some of these questions. I was just like, bro. Huh? And, and, and the responses to the questions. Um, Every time they do a press conference now, Triple H comes out. And he, like, reads off his whole spiel off that paper of, like, all of the accolades for the night and all these things. And I'm just sitting there just like, and that was the thing that just, like, took me completely out of it. Like, right after we got this funny Cody and uh, Jay stuff, we get we cut to, to Triple H. And I was just sitting there listening to him read this stuff. I was like, nah, bring Cody and Jay back. Yeah, bring them, them back. Let man. them do the whole press conference. <laughs> I'm good on this, man. Like, yeah, it, it was it was definitely a very interesting press conference. It went off the rails. Of course, the big talking point for a lot of people was the Taylor Swift question, and I was just like, I guess I just kind of shrugged at it. Like, what is this, man? Like, but now, honestly, though, you guys, people, a lot of people just don't understand how these press conferences work. People are like, oh, they want to lose. They don't want to lose their spots. Like, no, that's not anything of what this is. It's a pro wrestling press conference like most of what they want out of this is you to be like how did you feel in that match you won the championships what's next like it's like they're trying to have you as a part of their storylines which some people kind of don't like and i understand that aspect but at the end of the day we're talking about wrestling storylines i don't know like this is this is all i'll say about the taylor swift question um you know (laughs) I, I don't know where that came from. Like that beyond everything that I said, Taylor Swift. I don't know, man. I guess she's on football now. Like the, this, this is all I'll say about it. And again, I don't want to. I don't want to turn this into jumping on anybody or you know the questions they choose to answer. I mean, cho- choose to ask rather. Um, I think if the the women's champion is in front of me, um, I think I would have had a different question for her because I feel like as champion, like. There's more you could ask. Did anybody is, ask about Kyrie? This is this is EO Sky. This is a woman that has like conquered the world in Japan. This is a woman that's come over here and is was incredibly over in front of that crowd, incredibly over in front of the backlash crowd. And you you're having matches with Asuka. These are these are first time one on one matchups. You're having big matches with her and, and Charlotte. I think my question when it came to women's wrestling would have been different. And I feel like it <sighs> I, I feel like you, you kind of can't have two things where it's like, 
on one level, you hear on the internet all the time, take women's wrestling seriously. Uh, we want more of women's wrestling. But that's the question you have for a women's wrestler. Like, that's, that was the part about it that I was just kind of shrugging at, like, why, why are we doing this? Because if this was not, Fair. if this is not EO and this was a man sitting up there, are you going to sit there and ask Roman Reigns about Taylor Swift as, as, the, as the world champion of this company? No. So I feel like give EO some serious questions. Don't give her joke questions bro like don't give her softball questions that have nothing to do with her reign as champion or anything she's doing like, i mean but didn't like that same person won't say you want to rub down john cena or something like somebody was on some wild time out there i think this is where we're landing with this yeah it was it was a it was a very interesting press conference um yeah and, and you know as you know, Steve Fall is who we're talking about. Of course, I'm not. You know, there's no subliminals here. I've, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen Steve in person. He seems like an all right guy. I don't know the guy. I've seen him in person. I've done his podcast. But I just think that, like I said, the question for me is not so much of you know, don't take these, don't take this stuff too seriously, blah blah blah. But like I said, this is the women's champion. Like you don't have, you don't have any questions about her run as champion. You don't have any questions for her as a wrestler. I, I that's just not how I would have handled it, but you know, teach their own. Uh, <laughs> teach their and own. you can handle it however you want. If you get into the press conference and you want to ask about Taylor Swift, you can, or you can like ask about the match. Yeah, I just that's I mean, like I said, this is EO Sky. This is like I said, a legend in Japan, bro. Like, like when you think of stardom, when you think of the the ace of that company that helped put that company in a match, that's EO Sky. Like when you think of like possibly Kyrie coming there, and then like I said, you're having matches with Oscar. Like how big of a deal it is that you're having matches with Oscar. Uh, Taylor Swift would have been the last thing on my mind if I had a question for EO Sky. Like that's just not that's not like what how, I would have immediately thought. I wouldn't have been thinking about Taylor Swift at all, even if Denise was sitting next to me. Like I wouldn't even be thinking about Taylor Swift. Like what the hell's going on here? Yeah, I mean, and there's other stuff you can get into with it, but that's why I'm just like I don't want to. I don't want to get into dunking on the guy. No, of course not. Because, I mean, that's your choice you want to ask. I just yeah. think that was my only real thoughts going into it on how how I would have asked questions is that, no, nah, this is the this is the women's champion. Like, there was only one women's champion represented at this press conference on this pay-per-view. And that's how that's the question you have for it. I just I don't, I don't really agree with that. But Interesting choice. Interesting choice. I don't agree with that decision. But, you know, hey. Yeah, I wasn't there. <laughs> right. Uh, we only got into one match so far in the fast line thing, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I also thought, by the way, that it was very egregious, and I tweeted this at the time, that, you know, McAfee comes out there and he's like, yeah, WrestleMania in Indianapolis. No. <laughs> oh, here we go. No. <laughs> Right. No, <laughs> okay. if Indianapolis gets a WrestleMania in a, in the next few years before this city, I will revolt. No, right. here he <laughs> no. And he coming out for Chicago again. What was the last Chicago WrestleMania? Twenty three? Was that twenty three? Twenty two? No, twenty two. Yeah, yeah, I think it was twenty two. Twenty two. So that was yeah. like almost twenty years ago. Like yeah, seventeen years while. ago. It's been a while. Get get us a, get us a pay per view here. Get us mm -hmm. get us a WrestleMania here, man. Okay. I don't know. Indianapolis. And so I saw somebody say, well, you could just drive to Indianapolis. Nobody just drives to Indianapolis for a good time, buddy. People that go to Indianapolis from Chicago want either cigarettes or fireworks. Nobody drives there to just be in Indianapolis, man. Okay, how far is the drive? It's not that far. Like, it's like See? right there. 
All right, you tripping, it's like, man? It's like it's two, three hours. It's like two, three hour drive. But like, uh, no, in the same area, Phil. Y'all in the same gang? No, 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 no. Not the same. Well, I mean, it does to get to Gary. Indianapolis yeah. is like more towards the 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 center. But that's, that's why gonna I'm like, be some time. They're, they're way down the list, anyways. I'm sure Vegas yeah, will get Indianapolis one for both of y'all. Yeah, no, I thought this was very egregious. I was like, you know, I was, I was literally booing McAfee when he was saying it. I was like, yeah, Colts suck <laughs> well, anyway. You, you took away, took away the Bears Super Bowl as well in 2006. So it's been up for me and the Colts oh, in yeah, Get them right. up out of here. Okay, I ain't okay. trying to hear them getting no, no WrestleMania. Fuck There's out. an underlining issue here. I hear it. No, it's fine. That's Fuck okay. out of here. Why, why are we listening to him? Why are we listening to this kicker? Get out of here. <laughs> get out of here, man. That's Michael Cole's homeboy, Phil. That's get, Michael Cole's Get out of here, homeboy. Pat. I'm not trying to hear this, man. Take your take your white choir and your theme music and all this other nonsense and get out of here. You don't want this, man. Get, get, get out of here. Let's go. You don't like it? You're not in? No, I'm not. I'm not in for WrestleMania in Indianapolis. Get out of here. <laughs> um... <laughs> um Nah, I, I would rather, even if it's not Chicago, there's so many other places I'd rather see than Indianapolis. Right. And yeah, I'm sure no, there's I'm somebody in, in here that's like from Indian, like, why are you hating so hard? Because. <laughs> like, I think to go to uh, Philly next year, like, that's dope. But, like, Indianapolis? Like, nah, nah. Shout out to Jay Rose and them, but, like, what? Nah, I, I, if, if you're watching <laughs> Jay Rose and you're like, nah, what did I do? You live in Indiana. That's what you've done. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, this is beef, man. What's going on? Here? Well, that was in 2006. What was that Super Bowl? It's been a long time, though. You're never going to get it up. We're never going to get this close again. Have you seen this football team? I mean, you know, respect, respect. I it's a you. terrible football team. Skated yeah. with our our our, tri- our our trophy. Peyton Manning and his is no, no. I love Peyton Manning. It was great. That was a great day for me, but yeah, the rest. Uh tough i get it nah. i understand nah. but neither one of y'all are gonna get it so give it up pat mcafee and philip Lindsay. yeah nah <laughs> you ain't got no sway kicker guy get out of here <laughs> shit we might get another one before y'all do uh no i can definitely see it ending up in california before midwest. Mm-hmm. They, they, they're not showing midwest any love no nah. um <laughs> uh mm-hmm. we got a six-man tag match uh lwo Taking on the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley, uh, <laughs> again another like, why didn't Carlito just come out at the beginning of the match? Why did he wait? To- <laughs> this, this was, yeah, that's what I was gonna get to. This was very interesting how they put this match together. That they 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 still had an LWO come out there as a, as a duo, and and get beaten down because they were outnumbered. And then Carlito, Carlito debuted. <laughs> like, was Carlito just watching the beat down in the back? Like, I'm I, I didn't my understand moment. why they did that. I didn't understand why Carlo, Carlito didn't just come out towards the beginning of the match. He still would have got a pop. Same I, thing. I didn't really get that. And it is what it is. But, yeah, we, Carlito is back. He like, is the a, if they would have came out, the two of them, and then been like, our partner was Carlito, the pop would have been just as big. It would have been the same pop. Like, I don't understand yeah, why. But I didn't really get why they did it that way. But, yeah, Carlito is back. We've known for a while that they've signed Carlito. Um, all Looks the way, great. All Still. the way back since, like, Backlash, they've been talking about him yep. being signed. So but it was only a matter of time. gigantic pop at Backlash. Yeah, it was only a matter of time before he showed up. Um, I thought this was a good way to bring him in. Uh, this match was fun for what it was. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, uh, LWO picked up the win, of course. Bobby you like in Hurt Business, business, uh, Hurt Business 3.0 at this point? Um, yeah, it's cool. Um, I I still think that they're probably going to add 
either Melo or somebody else. It's probably mm-hmm. going to be a four man stable. Mm-hmm. But I'm cool with where we're at right now. It's uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see uh, Street Profits go full on his heels. I mean, change the music, give us a different presentation. We don't yeah. need to like raining solo cups anymore. Just like mm-hmm. go full in, make them heels. Right, right. But on the, they already got on the suits. Uh, yeah. Dawkins got the clean cut every week. Like it's lit. We out here. Yeah. So this this was fine. This was uh this was inoffensive. Uh right. Uh next we had the triple threat. We had uh EO Sky defending her belt against Asuka and Charlotte Flair. This was uh probably my second favorite match on the on the card. Um mm-hmm. I thought this was uh it had some bumps in it a little bit, but yep. uh it was this was a good match. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought uh I'm happy about the outcome. I thought that all the women worked hard. Um Charlotte Flair, not for nothing. Teflon Donna doesn't get enough credit. I think she can really do it when it comes to the ding ding. Sometimes everything kind of surrounding her kind of clouds it. But like when it's time to go, she could go. And Oscar, of course, is one of the greatest of all time. Thought this was really fun. Yeah, I thought this was good. I was very surprised by the finish. Um, <laughs> Charlotte got pinned here. But of course, um, being Washington- surprised that someone gets beat and then it's Charlotte is really funny. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Charlotte got pinned here, but um, good for you, Charlotte. But while Charlotte was getting pinned, Oscar was clearly uh tapping out, and that's why mm-hmm. we got the decision this week to give her the one on one match. Um, I mean, <laughs> it, this was a very this was a very <laughs> WWE Charlotte finish. Um, yeah. can't say I was surprised by it, right? Um, like, I feel yeah. like they've done this fit, exact finish with her before so at some point, <laughs> yeah. So, I, I mean, this is going to be. I, I'm curious if we're getting a women's war games match this year. Um, huh. I have to assume that that's why they still kept like Charlotte and Oscar on like friendly esque terms. And so that if Who's we on are, the other side, uh, damage control, like I love Bailey, but don't nobody care about my homegirl right now. You know, Bailey got a W last night. Uh, oh, good for Bailey. I was happy to see it, but uh, mm-hmm. no, you probably she deserves more. You probably could get Bailey and EO and probably some other heels teaming up against like Oscar, um, Charlotte, maybe uh uh I don't know, whatever whatever other baby face that they can put. <laughs> you can't even think of one. Because I'm trying to think how they're going to make this work. And that's why I'm curious if they're going to do a war games match because you there is some story stuff you can do there. Um Right, like they don't have to. It doesn't have to be two factions. They can't. Oh, just you can put you can put like, Shanti on the other team. Shanti's been been Shanti is feuding with there. with damage control for mm-hmm. most of the year. Um, maybe that's where they bring Bianca back. Maybe Kyrie's on the team. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You can you could put together a team of baby faces. Bianca, I forgot about Bianca. She's somewhere out there. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but I'm very you curious. Think they should do it. Just because at this point it's going to be just because because I don't think the stories are strong enough. Like we're not like we need this women's war game. It's just going to be like they're going to get there. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see if they announce the women's war games match. I mean, you could you could clearly see what the men's war games match is going to be. Yeah, totally. So I don't know. Um, we also got John Cena and L.A. Knight versus the Bloodline. Um, this was fun for what it was. It was another very passable match for me. Um. It was really to give L.A. Knight the W and get L.A. Knight this pop in front of this crowd, but the rest how of you, it was just kind of like... How are you feeling about the Cena matches? I feel like Cena is just there <laughs> for the pop. He's there to get his yes. pop. He's there to do his, like, wave and yep. 
thanks for being here stuff but he's not the rest I, I, of it he do not as soon as that bell ring he do not care <laughs> it, it feel like he's kind of going through the motions a little bit right um, but and I that's fine that's fine but i don't expect him to be out trying to go out there and have like these like great like focus matches um, me neither I, I thought it was a very very ballsy question someone asked him about the rock stuff during the press conference someone mm-hmm. asked him you know how do you feel now as somebody that's gone away as an actor and you know what you, what you said to the rock during your feud and uh you know he answered it the best way that he could um cena mm-hmm. was also very funny during this press conference because he was kind mm-hmm. of like okay that's the question and he was just kind of like uh, he was kind of like because he's been in real of these you know <laughs> i don't know he was kind of orchestrating this thing he was kind of like oh the next question like move on it, it was it was funny <laughs> to watch um and I love them being like, if the writer strike ends, are you out of here? And he's like, yeah. What do you mean? Like, why are you asking me? Straight up. He just did, didn't even miss words. Nope. All right. See you later. <laughs> no. Tony would have like some nice milk. Yeah, no, I'm gone. Dude. What do you want? I got to go to work. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> See, that's hilarious. Yeah. So. But yeah, he's definitely, when the bell rings, he's like, he can't, he's not even trying to do Cena. He's like, give me this pop. So just let him be a manager. Oh, he's going to wrestle on the Crown Jewel show, huh? Yeah, yeah. he's probably going to wrestle. It, yeah. I, I mean, it is what it is. Um, Cena's that there. payday. He might, he might give it up with that payday, though. Yeah, he's he, <laughs> he's taking the pictures with folks backstage. He's he's doing the wave and happy to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good for the younger wrestlers because they all get to see their hero, and some people, yeah, get to, some of them, get to interact with them. He's coming out and they're capping every time and saying he's the greatest of all time, but you know. Look, uh, in WWE, if we're talking about just WWE, I agree. I talked about it on the show with Denise this week, so I agree. If we're talking about just WWE, I agree. I don't want to. I don't want to derail this show. Uh, <laughs> we can get into it if you want. I don't want to derail this. If we're talking topic. just WWE superstars. Cena's number one to me. To me, I don't know. Part of no, nah, I, yeah. I, I don't really agree, but you know, it's yeah. Cena. But I, so I, I, I know the the place that Cena holds for people. But as you also know, as somebody that said many times on this podcast, was not a big Cena guy. Yeah, of uh, course, I get it. Yeah, I get that, it. And then we're not talking about like best wrestlers, of course. We're talking about like no WWE superstars. Cena, nobody has done it. the parallels are the finest. Drake and Cena, nobody has done it on top for that long. <laughs> Drake has been on top for a really long time, and no other rapper has no this, other rapper had this, a run this, for this, that long. This, this, so this run is his uh, uh, for all the dogs. Is that what you're saying? Yes, one thousand. He's, he's, Somebody's he's, out there like he's cooking. I don't know what y'all talking about. I watched that match again. <laughs> now he, he this is him giving us his uh, BBL love in those records. That's what it's, this is. That's exactly what it is. The parallels are exactly the same. Drake and John C. I don't want to say that Drake's the number one of all time. That sounds crazy, but I mean the number men lie, women lie, numbers do not. He has been on top for longer than anybody. A lot of rapper has been on top. We saw DMX go through a crazy run, run DMC, fat boys. You could go through them list and list. Couple of years, one, two, three, five years. Drake has been on top for like 15 straight of them things. Yeah, so you're saying that this is Cena trying to tell us how much he just wanted to enjoy his Bahamas trip and homegirl ruined it? Listen. Haley, Haley ruined his Bahamas trip with all her broken promises. Sick her apologies. Nikki Bella. I don't want no smoke with any Bella fans. (laughs) 
Nikki Bella did not ruin his Bahamas trip. I don't know what Reg is talking about. <laughs> no, he ruined her Bahamas trip, if anything. <laughs> oh, he, uh, based off of uh, based off of Total Bellas, I could totally right. see him ruining the Bahamas exactly. trip with all his rules and with all of Yo, his weird he, stuff. <laughs> I know that was a bit, or was it? That shit was hilarious, though. When he got Brian Danielson like taking out the trash and shit, I was like, "Y'all nah. are wilding. This is hilarious." Uh, one of my favorite one of my favorite clips from that show is uh is uh him him walking back in the house and her dog bit him and he's like whoa and he's just like yeah no nah, this is what's gonna happen we're gonna call animal control animal control needs to come and take the dog away <laughs> you know it's funny because he played his character really straight though like he wasn't trying to get into no shenanigans he was just trying to be like a drill instructor Hilarious. Yeah, nah. Cena's great. Listen, Cena's man. That's why he's a go. That's what I said. Number one. Listen, Cena, Cena coming out and hitting the dogs will be dogs. That's <laughs> hilarious, man. He would, too. That's the funny part. Shout out to Cena, number one of all time. And last on this card, very controversial things surrounding this. A lot of people had opinions on this this week. The world heavyweight champion Seth Rollins took on Shinsuke Nakamura in a last man standing match. Phil, you liked it? I thought this was a fun match, man. I thought that this was probably Nakamura's best main roster match. Okay. Um, and I, I'm a big fan of the uh, AJ Styles last man standing match from Money in the Bank. I believe mm -hmm. that was 2018, 2017. Mm -hmm. No, sorry, 2018. Um, I... <sighs> I don't. I didn't really understand why people hated this match so much. I I got that some people wanted Nakamura Selling. to win, and but Nakamura, I feel like they missed their chance for Nakamura to, to be champion. That I don't know happened. why did they, why do people want Nakamura to win so bad? I don't really. I don't. That, it doesn't look like the move. I understand, but like if you look at the story, if you look what story's been told here, Nakamura's not the one to beat Seth Rollins. I don't think that he's the one to beat not beat uh Shinsuke either. He, I don't think he's the one to beat Seth either, but. I understand why people would want to see him as, as champion because he took two losses that people didn't think he should have lost. He took that loss to Jinder Mahal, which is, is extremely egregious. Another story and, to tell, though, you know? <laughs> egregious loss to uh, Jinder Mahal. Then I think people wanted him to beat AJ at WrestleMania, and we, got the, we got the you know the low blows for weeks and weeks and weeks. Oh, so they're that. trying to like rectify. They're trying to like give yes. him the moment he deserves, which I understand. Yeah, and I think that this is the most I've enjoyed Nakamura as a character as well. I think his heel work is really good. Yeah, um, I think he's he's this this feud, if anything, with um, Rollins has done a lot for him. So I could see people going like, "Well, the 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 thing to do after this is to give him the W. That's the way to you know reinforce this heel character and do more with him going forward." Um, I never expected him to win this match, and maybe that's why I wasn't disappointed by it because I yeah. always figured he was going to lose. Um, now, I wouldn't have been mad either way. I think if he won, I would have been cool with it, but I just didn't expect him to win. It's Nakamura. But I yeah, thought I mean, this match was good. Most people were complaining about Seth Rollins getting his back worked over the whole match, and then at the end of it, he still comes out to win. It's like, it's wrestling, you guys. Come listen, on. Like, listen, he should have been selling. How did he blah, blah, Like, all right, come on. This isn't New Japan, Wrestle Kingdom, Okada, and Kenny Omega. Like, we ain't doing that. Well, I mean, he's he's currently doing the babyface stuff, and so I 
This is how WWE books their baby faces. Um, right. I was not shocked. Um, he's had a match like this against Brock. He came into that match with a rib injury, took all of these crazy bumps in that match, and then at the end of it, he pinned Brock Lesnar and won the title back at SummerSlam. So this reminded me of that match in a lot of ways. And uh, it reminded me of that match in, in a lot of good ways. I can understand people that are not here for the WWE-style matches, yeah. why you wouldn't have liked it, but... I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Um, I thought some of the, the big bumps in this match were cool. I thought uh, Nakamura doing the miss and throwing him through the announce table was cool. Um, I thought the nunchuck spot was fire. Um, mm -hmm. Wasn't expecting that. That was cool. I thought Nakamura and uh, Rollins doing the Falcon Arrow spot into the table that led to the finish was cool. Uh, the, the the crash pad thing that people were making it I stupid. thought that that was very stupid because we couldn't see the crash pad on TV. The only way no. we saw it is because somebody in the audience saw it. And gasp, yeah. I don't know what to tell you guys, but wrestling is not real. So they use crash yeah. pads. Like, what are we what are we doing? <laughs> like, it's some of the greatest moments of all time. Let's think about it. One of the greatest moments in WWE history is uh, Steve Blackman hitting Shane McMahon, and he falls up really far onto a big, giant crash pad. You guys like we yes. want like if there was a different angle for some of our favorite things of all time it's going to look like that because that's what the fuck's going on it's a wrestling tv show they're not filming the stuff that happens that happens all the time that wasn't a rare thing that wwe does to fuck with people like that's how wrestling works yeah i thought the the way they filmed it and he got thrown over into out of the audience onto the other side out of the bleachers and then he rolled down and he was selling his back I thought it looked good the way they filmed it. We would have never known about him bouncing off that crash pad if people didn't put it online. And right. guess what? I don't care. <laughs> like, I, don't care. I just don't care. Um, like, what, it's what's, wrestling. The, what's the other side of this? There's no crash pad. And he splats on the damn concrete. I don't want to see that. No, we, we're we not going to see that. Like, it, it just. <laughs> oh, he should have been dead. He should have killed. No, dude. I want to see Seth Rollins be as safe as possible, bro. And if you got to be offended online with it, fuck off. You're just going to be offended. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I thought this match was good. Um, are you kidding me? My guy winning and doing the, the, the Kobe Kobe finish of, in front of the crowd with his belt up <laughs> as champion? I was like, nah, get this out of here, man. Rollins is still up, man. We're still number one wrestler in the world, still world champion. We're still up, buddy. <laughs> You've been eating. You've been eating, Phil. I'm not, I'm not mad at it. I, I, Rollins has I, been doing exactly what he should have been doing as champion, you know? I, I Look, and I know people are like um, – I don't know. This rain ain't really hidden for me. I think it's a baby face. I, I've enjoyed this more than... What's their, what's their issue is my thing. Because ah. Gunther, Gunther's the dark cloud over him, but like, okay, Gunther's also having great matches. That doesn't yeah, seem Gunther's like Gunther's having great me. matches. I, I, think, um, I think what it is is that people... He's beat two people that people think are overdue for a win. Okay. Finn sense. Balor is what is somebody that people wanted to see win a world championship. Yeah. And Nakamura is also a guy that people wanted to see win. But so this I, shouldn't be on Rollins, though. Like It's, it's, it's not on Rollins. He shouldn't have to fix the problems that happened five years ago. Like, that's not his fault. Because, I mean, I, I just don't understand looking at this and going, well, Rollins should just lose because this guy should lose. No, Rollins is getting some of the loudest reactions. Mm -hmm. um, the guy is super popular. He's having good matches. Um, we wanted them to turn him face because he was he was getting too I popular. Some to people don't love the matches. If we're but I I think I don't know I I don't know I I've been enjoying it. I enjoy Seth as champion, but I'm a Seth fan, so I don't. You're a Seth fan. That's right. That's what I'm trying to get at. Some people are not. They don't like the promos. They don't like the gear. They don't like the the matches. You know what I mean? So I get it. 
Yeah. Uh, I thought the match was fine. I thought I, I wasn't. I guess that's where I land on it too. Like I didn't expect Nakamura to beat Rollins here. Like it's either gonna be Gunther or Drew. I feel at this point. Like if anybody, if I'm gonna believe anybody's about to beat Rollins, the other side of that is gonna be either Gunther or Drew for me. Yeah, I I enjoy where he went with this. I I'm surprised we didn't get a Money in the Bank cash in. Um, yeah. Also very surprising. I didn't get that that backstage segment that they have where Rhea's like, "Give me your briefcase." I'm like, "What? Yeah. I <laughs> Why?" Mean, they- I, I love that that Rhea is basically the leader of Judgment yes, Day. I love that but, she, she she calls the shots and all these things. But that's um, mighty Terper title range. He's on some I, MJF stuff too. I was very confused um, why you wouldn't just cash in because this guy just had a last man standing match where he's he's he's, 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 it, he's he's injured going into the match. He's coming out of it even more injured. This yeah, is just take your win what the money in the bank briefcase was built off last man standing matches. Like most of them have been cashed in on last man standing match. Cause the guy's going to be dead at the end. He's bones, pick the bones and get the win here. Like at least tease it. You weren't teasing it with Roman. Now you're not even teasing it with Seth. What are we doing? You guys? Yeah. I thought, uh, I thought the stuff for Monday was good. I thought, uh, Robin's coming out there and, uh, selling the injury some way. He sold it during his entrance. And then, um, he cut his promo and Drew comes back, comes down and he immediately thinks Drew's going to jump him because of mm-hmm. course, everybody else he's, he's coming to contact with a champion has jumped him. He's been getting jumped by judgment day for weeks, getting jumped by Nakamura. So the second he sees Drew, he's like, Oh man. And go. he knows he's hurt. So he can't really <laughs> do anything about it. Um, and I thought that that was a good way to play this. And then we got, uh, we got, uh, Drew yeeting the, the, the briefcase again, which, <laughs> was hilarious um i don't know i i i'm fine with the stuff stuff i don't know why people are so down on it but stuff is polarizing so what do you think they're gonna do with priest's cash in where where do you think they're gonna do it i don't know man i i don't know what to make of this cash in now right i i thought that it would have happened by now um the fact that it hasn't is kind of strange um i don't know it could possibly help if we if they're trying to get us to forget about it that could lead to a pretty big pop Cause that's kind of what uh, the fast lane thing felt like to us is like, they're trying to just like give Rollins his moment. If they give Rollins a couple of these moments and then when it does happen, we're going to be like, Oh yeah, he does have the briefcase. So I guess it yeah. could work. I, I, is I, he going to successfully cash in? I think, I don't know if he's going to successfully cash in. I don't know, but I, I think this is all still leading up to him getting more and more beat up as champion and him it getting harder for him to hold on to that belt. And, like when he when he finally feels like he has this resilient win over somebody, then you're gonna hear the full on Judgment Day meme, which it was hilarious. We got the meme on TV this week. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, but this was a this was a passable pay per view, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't. It wasn't bad, but I don't. I don't think I could say you missed much if you didn't watch this pay-per-view. No, it was, it definitely felt like a B pay-per-view. Uh, there were some strong moments on it, some strong wrestling on it, but yeah. it just, if you missed it, you could catch it on Twitter and be fine with it. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that this show was indicative of, of how hot WWE is currently. Um, like, I think uh, the, the one thing is it did still feel like Triple H's vision though. You know, it did. like, it being shorter at how all the stories played out and everything. It just was like, okay, you know, I guess like moving forward, it was just like this pay-per-view is here. We got another one coming up type of thing, you know? 
Yeah, it was cool for what it was, but meh, meh, <laughs> meh. Like I said, it, it was fine. I I enjoyed the main event. I enjoyed the the, the triple threat. Um, I even enjoyed the tag titles match, but it was mostly passable. <laughs> yep. Uh, we've got the 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 big kind of main event to talk about. Uh, the Tuesday Night War stuff and mm-hmm. stuff of SmackDown. But before we hop into that think we got a word from our sponsor. Yeah. Fitbod.me slash PPV. You want to check this out. This is going to take your workouts to a new level. Daily workouts, goal and experience settings, muscle recovery, the ability to connect to all your devices. They have timed intervals, circuits and supersets, equipment selection. This stuff has helped me out a lot as I'm trying to get in the best shape of my life. And the thing I like about it, when I travel, it is so useful. So maybe you have weights one day, you have bands the next, and maybe the next day you don't have any equipment. You can only do body weight exercises. Fitbod is going to cater your workout to that. And it's going to cater your workouts based on how fresh your muscles are. You can ask a trainer. You can use video demonstrations and exercise instructions. If you don't know what you're doing, you need to stop guessing and start working. And at fitbod.me slash PPV, you can redeem your 25% off code. And you can download to try it now for free. Fitbod, that's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash PPV, over 150,000 five-star reviews and over 5 million downloads, fitbod.me slash PPV. Yep. Wherever you are in your fitness journey, get the most out of it with Fitbod. You can use our code as well. That is uh, fitbod, that's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash Grapsity. Um, do you have any other super chats? Oh. Did not get our, our guy. You didn't get to the yeah, the Tony P one. Humper chat. My bad, Tony P. Uh Tony P says this leads me to my next thing, Phil. Uh not you not you going to like it. I feel Seth is starting to seem second, even third in importance to the Raw. It's clear judgment day is the most important thing to WWE as a whole when Roman is away. Uh he really hasn't felt special as a champion for a bit, kinda like MJF. And it sucks because he is working his ass ass. Okay, I'm done. Back to work. Um, <laughs> I I do feel like he, in, in a lot of ways, feels third. But I think that it's not just because they're trying to build up another stable with Bloodline away. But it's very clear that they're trying to build them as up as the big threat heading into war games. Yeah. Um. So I, I get it to a degree. But it's also that... <laughs> It still feels like the champion to beat is still Roman. I, I don't care how exactly. well Rollins does. I don't care what he does with this belt. Roman is still the champion to beat. Yeah. Um, yeah the SmackDown showed me, we talked about it before we got on the pod. SmackDown showed me the energy is just different when Roman's there. It's like, you guys need to harness this energy all the time, everywhere, and it'd be different. Like, they have been super hot, but it feels way different when he plays even just a little part of the show uh, like he just adds some different kind of importance and i guess that's what they've been aiming for for here for so long but it's like it does like when you look at rollins you're like it ain't like that for him like it is for roman you know yeah i mean i, I get the purpose of having rollins on and having another world title because mm-hmm. roman is not on tv as much but right it it just still 
That's having, why he shouldn't have the fucking belt still. Yeah, it just still just feels like <laughs> if you're gonna have somebody that is like your television champion that has like all of the the matches on TV and does the workhorse gimmick like Gunther does, why is he on the same show with Rollins? It just kind of right. these two things. Um, well, I kinda, guess because now you saying it out loud, it's like, well, they didn't want to run into that problem with Roman of like Gunther being the champion over here. If I mean, there, that was know? already happening on SmackDown. I mean, if you don't, That's why have they champion, got his ass out of there. <laughs> if you don't have a main champion on, on, uh, on SmackDown, it made sense to keep um, Gunther on that show and be the working champion on that show. Uh, but I also understand that they've made a clear line of the guys that are going to compete for a world title and you're supposed to believe that they can win and the guys that are just going to be fodder for Roman. Right. Yeah. And that's why you can tell what they see in Gunther and that's why they moved him. That's why mm -hmm. he's on Raw because mm -hmm. he does have a real chance of winning a world title. And I mean, not to burst anybody's bubble, I think that is also why LA Knight is still in SmackDown because I don't think that LA Knight had a chance of winning that belt. Mm. So you don't think that the LA Knight being super over one of the most over guys in the company is going to lead to him beating Roman? No. No. I don't think I so don't. either. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so either. I don't. We got a we got a really good uh episode of SmackDown though. We got the yeah. season premiere of SmackDown, whatever mm -hmm. that means for a show that is constantly going. <laughs> uh, Every time they say that I'm like, this show's never off. <laughs> yeah. But I I thought this was a good episode. It set up a lot of good things moving forward. Mm -hmm. um, it definitely feels like SmackDown is out of this lull period where it yep. doesn't seem like much is happening. Um, they did a lot of things I liked. Um, they moved my big homie Kevin Owens over to the SmackDown brand. Yeah, we finally found out who SmackDown got in the cha trade for Jay Uso, mm -hmm. and it's Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens will be moving back to SmackDown. Yep. Um, that makes sense for a lot of reasons. I immediately chuckled because I was like, oh, he's back on SmackDown. Does that mean he's challenging Roman at Royal Rumble again? <laughs> oh, no. We can't. <laughs> they, Third have a, a charm. they have a history. <laughs> Third time's a charm. Um, but, yeah, we we also got uh, the, the champions coming over, uh, the tag champions coming over. We got the, the back and forth between uh, Cena again with Roman, yep. and that led to huge pop for L.A. Knight. Uh, this guy is over. We've already said that this guy is super massively over. It's very over. <laughs> um, came out and the crowd was just lingering, hanging on to everything the guy was saying. Bonkers. Um, Banana. Yeah, so very clearly that's going to be Roman's next opponent. Um, we also got the stare down between Charlotte and Jay Cargill backstage. Yep. Oh, what, um, didn't, what, didn't, what didn't you like about this uh, little backstage segment they had with Charlotte here? It wasn't the backstage segment. It was uh, Triple H coming out and Triple H doing – Triple H did the usual, oh, man, so, baby, you really are getting booed like this. It isn't It isn't, It isn't. isn't what I've heard that, you know, it's 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 piped in. Bro, you're backstage. You know it's not piped in. Like, what are you doing? Uh, but, <laughs> that guy's funny. Funny so he, guy. So he did that, and then he was like, I am I am promoting Adam Pearson. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. This guy is bad at his job. Why are you promoting him? This guy is terrible at his job every every, every step of the way. Why is he promoted? Promotion. Zero this guy, promotion. This guy lets Bloodline and Roman do whatever they want. This guy was letting his, his co-worker get away with harassing Naomi. He he screwed Bianca. Did not give Bianca. No, this guy's bad at his bad job. Bad at his job. Bad at his job. Why he got a promotion. Why is this guy getting promoted? That was the thing that I had a problem I mean, with. I was like, nah, this guy shouldn't be getting promoted. I mean, you know, life says 
Yeah. So bald, yeah. bald white man. Of course he's gonna get a promotion. <laughs> so yeah, that that is doing the bare minimum. <laughs> you got it, bro. So that was of course the big news that Adam Pierce was promoted to Raw General Manager, which means Nick Aldis is the new SmackDown General Manager. Yeah. Uh, I thought this was a good move. Um, Nick is uh, apparently still doing agent work. That's what he was brought in to do. Um, I think that it is a good move to bring him in as a on-screen character as well. Strong, strong character. Yeah, and I feel like that's going to lead to him doing some wrestling at some point eventually. If it doesn't, that'd be crazy. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> I, I thought that this was a good move. I, I thought he uh, came and he looked good. He had a great zinger on, on Dom when he was like, hey, Dominic, huge fan of your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I thought he came in and got right into it. Uh, he felt comfortable. Like, you know, he, he he could be on TV. Like, he can do all the things. And, like, if it doesn't end with him wrestling, I'd be very surprised. But, yeah, good move for him. I think he deserved it. I don't really when – they, when they bring in, like, these guys like this and it feels like they start putting them in these roles besides wrestling when they still got a lot to go, it, I always kind of scratch my head on it. But this is going to work out for him, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that this was a good move. Um I thought all of the stuff that they set up was good. Uh, I thought the segment with um, with Roman towards the beginning of the show was good. Mm -hmm. uh, Roman looking around like, what is Jimmy doing when he came in <laughs> at a tech mm -hmm. scene on his behalf? He was just like, I didn't tell you to do that, basically. Mm -hmm. And then they had that backstage segment where you can tell that Jimmy is doing two things. He's he's trying to step into the role of, of, uh, of tribal chief. But yep. He's also still trying to have this kind of relationship that he has with jay with roman and mm -hmm. roman is just looking at him like nah get out of yeah. here like when Wearing he tried like to do that when he did tried to do the yeet with him and he was looking at him like nah get out of here nah that's not <laughs> what type of time we on okay so they had a roman reigns and cody rhodes stare down on this smackdown episode is that just for the war games match or is that to continue telling the story next year at wrestlemania no, i feel like we're still getting cody versus roman at wrestlemania i okay. feel like uh, if anything, the tag title stuff is a way to circle back to Cody versus the Bloodline. Um, you've got some good, you've got some good things here. Like you know, ironically, Jay is the guy that gave Cody a way to show up back on SmackDown mm -hmm. because they're they're teaming up together. Uh, right. Also, that Cody was the guy that brought Jay in over to raw which i don't know how that works i don't know how this yeah. guy has the power to do that but he can uh, just do whatever he wants that's what's up uh, but whatever uh i i, I think that maybe he's are, an evp over there too and we don't know it yeah i think there's a serviceable way to get to circle back to the to the uh roman and cody stuff i thought yeah. that the way that they played up this, the uh stare down was really good they they hit roman's music and then we just see Solo and Jimmy, and they stare mm -hmm. them down. It looks like we're getting a tag match, which I'm assuming that's the Saudi um, tag match. That's probably going to like a deal. Saudi match, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So you you set up that tag match, but that's at the end of the month, the first first week of November. First week of November, okay. Um, so yeah, you set up the tag match, um, and at first when they hit Roman's music, I was like, "Oh, Roman's not there." And then mm -hmm. Roman comes walking out after mm -hmm. them, and we get to stare down between him and Co and Cody, and they lingered on it. I thought they executed that very well. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's people somewhere like, "See, it worked out." No, Cody still should have won at WrestleMania. <laughs> um, yeah, please don't get to like that, that stare down. Let's see, we're still we're back. No, he still should have, still should be world champion right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I thought they, they did a good job of not only setting up L.A. Knight versus Roman. Yep. Um, that's probably going to happen at Crown Jewel as well. Mm -hmm. um, 
they ended the night with Roman hitting the big spear on LA Knight. Like, good yeah. for LA Knight finally being in this position. People have been wanting him in this position of main event with Roman Reigns for a long time, and it looks like we're getting it. Yeah, yeah. They set up that, set up uh, uh, Cody and Jay versus Jimmy and Solo as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they teased us with the the Charlotte and, and Jay stuff. There's a lot of stuff to throw out there. What's, for, wrong, what's Cena going to do at there if they're getting LA Knight with Roman then? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Huh. Um. But yeah, I, I know Cody wants the match, but Cody's going to be in the tag match. Yeah. The other other great thing. Um. Last night we got uh, we got the guys back. We got. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Pretty deadly. Pretty back. deadly. Pretty mm-hmm. deadly is back in the building. Eldon mm-hmm. is is still selling us on the shoulder injury he got, and he comes out there rolled out in a wheelchair, and they're like, he didn't think he could ever walk again, even though he had a shoulder mm-hmm. injury, which was hilarious. Yes. Um, then he comes out, they win the match, and he right after the match runs right back up the ramp, hops back in the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Hysterical. <laughs> Whole yeah. thing was funny. Pretty deadly is great. They got big the fan of those on guys. Yeah. They're 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 great, man. You got look. I'm trying to see pretty deadly versus. Uh, I guess they're also heels too, but Waller and Theory. Waller and Theory. Look, I'm Team Waller and Theory, and y'all could be mad at it, but yo, <laughs> even though I'm, I'm fucking with the guys, <laughs> even they're doing, even though they're doing an entrance very similar to the guns, uh, you know, maybe yeah, they're I, doing, maybe they're doing it better. Yeah, I, I think their entrance is very funny. I think I think watching uh, Theory get ready to do his like shoulder thing, and he's getting ready mm-hmm. to do the A Town down, and then Waller's like over his shoulders, like, "Hey, I'm here too." Yeah, funny yeah. every time I see it. Um, Waller is great, man. Like, yeah, I, I like him a lot. I think Waller adds a lot um, to Theory. He makes Theory more interesting. He makes him more exactly. Palatable. Yeah, there was like something always. Like, maybe people think a couple things missing with Theory, and I think Waller fills those gaps and. It's going to really work out for them. But, yeah, really excited to see Pretty Deadly back because I'm a big fan of their work, and that just, like, really ups the tag division. Tag division, we still got to split these championships yeah. up, I think, because yeah, that's just muddying everything up. But there's some there's some teams finally on the horizon. If we could get it together, it could really work out. Yeah, the only thing I can say about keeping the belts together is it's, it's giving Cody a way to be on both brands now. Yeah. Uh, but I do think they've got to split those belts up because you got you've got too many um, tag teams that are now showing up on SmackDown that need right. something to do, mm-hmm. um, and it's, t- it's starting to turn the same way on Raw because now you have DIY, you have other teams showing yep. up. So mm-hmm. it, you do, and we don't want brawling, brawling brutes and uh, pretty deadly and all these teams to just linger over here while the belts are stuck in the main yeah. event scene too. You know what I mean? Like we got to give them some purpose. Yeah, because if if you just look at SmackDown right now, you've got pretty deadly. Uh, Street Profits. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got uh, uh, Brawling Brutes. Brawling Brutes, yep. That's another um, one. LWO, I guess they LWO count in there. LWO as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, you've got tag teams that could be challenging for those belts, man. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I thought this was a great way to bring um, <laughs> to bring Pretty Deadly back. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this whole thing was very well executed, very funny. Yeah. Um, pretty, pretty strong th- SmackDown, though. I'm not mad about it. Really good episode of SmackDown. Uh, yeah. This is the most I've enjoyed SmackDown in a, in a few weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, we had that one with The Rock opening the show. Um, and people felt like, yeah, this is it. SmackDown is back. And I was like, yeah. Nah, right. yeah. They didn't capitalize. And even that episode, I was like, it's not really. What, I, yeah. what, I, what SmackDown needs to be, this ain't it. But the, this episode last night felt like purpose for everybody. Their stories being told. Energy feels good. Like, this is it. Yeah. yeah I, I really enjoy SmackDown. Um, 
SmackDown, we got a couple super chats we can get into before we move forward. Uh, Will Chisholm says, to be fair, EO Sky looked at dude like, you're not going to ask me about my match? Question mark. Yeah, I think that, yeah, her response to it was, was great. Her saying, what are you, what are you crazy? <laughs> uh, yeah, that was great. EO's great, man. She's great. Uh, Brent Lockman says, the crash pad, why do wrestling fans want people to get hurt? It's weird. Yeah, I didn't really understand people making a big deal out of the crash pad. Like it, the, the opposite is he lands on the ground. I think it would have been a big deal if the crash pad was visible during the match and mm-hmm. it didn't look good. But that wasn't the case. Like I said, we wouldn't have seen the crash pad if somebody in the crowd didn't take that video. We're not supposed to know about the crash pad. It's exactly. movie magic. Yeah. Uh, Brent also says, house show shirt wearing Naito versus current Cena. Someone booked the battle of pure apathy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, nah, Naito, Naito's been cooking though. He was cooking in the G one. He had some great matches. Had that great match with uh, with uh, Osprey toward the end of it. Had a great main of uh, finals match. Sorry, with Okada. Naito do cooking. it when it's time to do it. Now he knows when the bright lights um come on. Cena waiting for them to uh get back to work. He's waiting for Peacemaker to come back. Straight up, I do like him. The back to the the rock. I do like him admitting like, nah, I was wrong. Like. Yeah. I was going a little extra hard. I didn't really understand the game, and now I understand the game because I'm over here getting big money. <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand. I didn't understand the bag she was getting. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, bro. Like I seen them bags now, and I get it. No nah, man, I wasn't. I wasn't really familiar with your game like that. Now I see what it is. <laughs> he was really mad back in the day. Now he like, no, nah, you know what? <laughs> Hollywood always up to no good. Uh, that's the super chats for now. Appreciate y'all for uh, submitting super chats and hopper chats and things. I don't think we have any more hopper chats. I'm gonna mm-hmm. reload to make sure. Uh, but we're gonna hop into what everybody is probably waiting for us to talk about. Well, yep. we do. We do have some. We have one, I think. Okay. Um, the Rock. No, we have we have a few. We have a few from Bizarre Bizarre Big L. He says, uh, let's give some love to Big Bill. He has worked so hard from where he was. Uh he has gone from some deep low points to getting into the most insane shape of his life, killing it in multiple companies, uh, and showing his skill and charisma with anything he is given. Yeah, I agree. Big Bill has yep. been uh smoking it, man. Mm-hmm. He's uh, really good. Like I said, most improved. Yep. Uh also from Big L Bizarre Big L. He says, uh Regular customer of mine gave me the best scenario about exes. He asked me, uh, would you ever reheat McDonald's French fries? Sometimes the realest <laughs> advice comes from the most random places. It looks like uh, <laughs> it looks like they just put both for next week after collision. Um, yeah, man, look, sometimes, you know, sometimes you don't need to revisit, man. Sometimes like them, you ain't got to go them, back home. Them fries hit hard at first, but then they get cold. And then, like, the microwave just ain't the same. But the air fryer might bring them back. See, there's the, the game has changed because there's things that the extracurriculars that could add on to it. See? Yeah. Speaking of McDonald's, I, I was missing out as somebody that has, has never had a McGriddle until 2023. <laughs> I was missing out. McGriddle is, is, is fire, bro. 2023 <laughs> was your first McGriddle ever? Never had it before, man. I was like, wait a minute. The, the, the syrup is like cooked into the, into the cake. Nah, niggas like McGriddles for a reason, my guy. McGriddles is kind of fire, bro. I ain't never had it before. I was like, yo, this is this is right. 
What made? What gave you the urge? You just walked by McDonald's. And was like, you know what? I'm gonna go in there and try one out. No, I, like legitimately, the only thing I usually eat out of uh, McDonald's is their breakfast. And so, yeah, um, I've been up early enough to get breakfast um, a lot during the week. And so mm-hmm. I was like, I've never had a McGriddle before. Let me just check this out. I was like, nah, this is this kind of slamming. <laughs> Slamming is always a really funny word. Now this is kind of slamming. Say it, man. It was like <laughs> shout out to McGriddles. Yeah, nah, not that horrible tag team that they were trying to get us interested in at WWE. The sandwich. Yeah. Yes, that reminds me that my jo- uh, the joke my cousin said one time. He's like, uh, I went to the uh, Dollar Tree to get a uh, a George Foreman grill, and instead I got a Mike Tyson McGriddle. <laughs> Shout out to my cousin Germs. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Whew. Uh, Appreciate that. Last one from Big Zara, Bizarre Big L. He says, "Remember, Red Chappelle showed us um, when when keeping it real goes wrong. Sometimes that dude in the club is just a black belt looking to whoop somebody straight up. <laughs> Are my issues with booking? Uh, it's an adrenaline shot, not a sub, not substance, just pops." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like that is a good way for That's us. That's how we segue. Segue into the Tuesday Night Wars. Uh, we are back. Uh, title Tuesday versus NXT. Um, yeah, I, as somebody that doesn't watch NXT um, consistently, I have been tuning in more to see what's going on because I have enjoyed stuff like uh, the tricking and mellow stuff. Um, right. Uh, Dragon off has been killing it. Just seeing what uh, Becky is doing with the women's title as well, and just what they're doing with the women's division. There is good things there. Um, so as somebody that doesn't watch it, I can't admit that NXT is hotter than it's been in a long time. Yes. Um, I think that that was the case coming into the week, the this week, uh, whether that be No Mercy and some of the other stuff. They clearly are getting their mojo back in NXT. Um, Correct. What do you think about the show? Did it? Did it? Uh... I watched the whole thing in full and it was a it didn't it, it was a WWE show that it was WWE but like a main roster show compared to the most NXT I felt. So here's the thing. I don't watch NXT live on Tuesdays anyway. So I wasn't going to watch it live if 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 Dynamite was on. I was going to watch Dynamite cuz I watch mm-hmm. Dynamite live every week. I don't I, right. I don't usually watch NXT live. Mm-hmm. Um so I watched Dynamite on Tuesday and I watched the uh, NXT the next day. Mm-hmm. Um NXT is just not for me, man. That's I, it. It's just, I, I just think that that's the, that's the conclusion I came to, man. Yes. I, there are things I enjoyed about it, but on the whole, it's just not really for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I Like a lot of the stuff with Cody, I was just like, uh, I guess like the announcements yeah. he had, which were very like thin announcements. Like we assumed it's going to be the dusty announcement. Yeah. We know it, it was. Yeah. Um, I mean, of course, we got Cody being Cody. That crowd loved him. I mean, if anything, the best thing about the show was the crowd. The crowd was into yes. this entire show. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of excitement there. And that's the cool thing about all of this stuff that happened Tuesday is that you had people invested in wrestling. People were excited for both shows. Um, but, yeah, a lot of stuff just wasn't for me. I think that's it was good. cool. It was cool that Melo got his moment. I, mm-hmm. I think the fact that he's got endorsements for so many main roster guys this year, whether that be Cody, Rollins, Cena, Taker, those are some pretty big names to be vouching for this guy. Yeah. And seeing him get his moment at the end of the night, I think that that's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, 
I think that this was a big moment for Braun as well, being yep. in the main event with this with this as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought this was a good way to show that Dragunov is kind of a star as well, because Dragunov was right in the mix with Cody. He had to mix the match with Dom, which I didn't really understand why they booked that. Yeah. Um, One of Dom's best matches, though. It's Dragunov. <laughs> Dragunov don't miss. He don't. He does not. <laughs> I, I know that that's uh, Melo's catchphrase, but Dragunov yeah. don't miss either. He don't. Uh, but yeah, this was great. Uh, I, I I thought that that was great for Dragonoff. I think that uh there was stuff about it that was good. Oscar's match with Roxanne was great. Yep. Um, but just on the whole, like the backstage segments, I still am just not really into them. I uh, thought that I think maybe it was Ibu made a good point about how, uh, like specifically on that Oscar backstage segment, like they all they looked like dorks, like praising Asuka and being like, oh my God, I can't believe like a big star is here. And then Tiffany Stratton came in and was like, I'm a big star. Like that's kind of where I fall on it. It's like, it's like, okay, we have these stars, but they're not big stars. Like these guys are. And it kind of takes away from the NXT people. Like, and then also like there was this head to head thing and people were like, oh, this company, but like next week, we're not going to see John Cena, the undertaker, Paul Heyman, all these people on NXT again. So it's like, you're not even giving me what I really came to see. Yeah, um, yeah. A, a lot of campiness of this stuff is just not for me. Right. Um, it's, and some of it is it's funny, but some Shawn of Shawn Michaels, funny. man, he likes it. He likes that comedy. Yeah, some <laughs> of it's just not for me. Uh, I won't say that this made those um, wrestlers look like dorks, but it very much felt like um, the same thing that they do with Raw 30 and the 25 right. specials and stuff. Yeah. Hey, let's bring this big star in. And mm-hmm. those are the big stars that people are here to see. They're not here yeah. to see you. They're here to see these big stars. No. And I feel like it kind of does a disservice to some of those other wrestlers. Um, like Roxanne is, is a perfect example. Like Roxanne is great, but like you have people during that match booing and cheering for Oscar. And it's like, yeah. yeah, but in the next few weeks, you're here to watch Roxanne. You're not here exactly. to watch Oscar. Right. So exactly. I, I, I get I get it. It served its purpose. They popped a big rating. Um mm-hmm. they got uh nine hundred thousand people watching. A lot of people was watching that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um a lot of this just was not for me, but I, I I get that, you know, NXT is definitely bubbling up again. It's definitely hotter than it's been in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um and you gotta yeah, give them the credit for that. I like the energy, I like that the last uh, no Mercy show felt like a takeover. They're trying mm-hmm. to. It's not like uh, NXT uh, in Living Color at all. Like they're <laughs> try, like the wrestling is crazy. The world champion of NXT is fucking beast. He can have a great match with anybody in the world. And so I like what's going on moving forward. This show just was like, all right, I see what y'all are doing. Like I understand, yeah. but I'm not trying to watch this. Yeah, it had all of the all of the <laughs> it had all the trappings of a main rock to show. Like yeah. the, the the timing when Dom came out, it was like almost exactly what happens on Raw every week. Mm-hmm, what, mm-hmm. Even it, the fact that Cody was in ring and everything, it was all exactly the same. Right. Um, Cena's placement on the show, like Heyman's placement, and I still don't understand why you needed them for that match. But mm. I mean, I guess um, yeah. I mean, it was cool for what it was. Like so yeah. I watched it next day can't say that i was as excited for dynamite because i watch dynamite regularly um yep yeah that's that's i think that's the difference too it's like nxt did this crazy big main washer style show and dynamite just did a really good wrestling show like they always do that's gonna you know they're gonna do it again next week it wasn't like anything crazy out of the ordinary but they did have a really strong show like i said we've been saying it a couple times on this pod this today Brian Danielson and Swerve Strickland, brother, brother, brother. 
Yeah, I think for my my taste, Di- Dynamite I enjoy more because yeah. Dynamite is d- d- just for my preference. I want to see the matches. I want to see like the the stuff. I want to see the graps. I want to see all the cool stuff. But they had Swerve and my big homie back to back. Like what exactly. you think I'm about to pick? You, 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 had, <laughs> you had Swerve wrestling one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Um, and so I knew what I was going to be excited for. And this match delivered. I thought the opening match was very, very good. Um, Man. Swerve, Swerve being in there, to, hanging with one of the best technical wrestlers ever on the technical side. And he was still doing stuff that is unique to him. The right. house call he hit on, on Brian, I was like, oof. <laughs> like, this was this was fire. And at, at, yeah. it looked like he was going to win. Until, you know, Hangman came out there sticking his nose in other people's business again. What you doing out here, Hangman? Come on, bro. <laughs> uh, but uh, I get it. You know, this is leading to more with Hangman and Swerve. Um, mm-hmm. be- definitely excited for that. But I thought the opening match was really good. Yeah. I mean, Brian Danielson and Swerve, we all knew what to expect. And it was executed right here. Brian Danielson, just like Dragunov. You could put anybody in the world on the other side and it's going to be great. But then when you have another great person on the other side and they both get to add their unique elements of wrestling together. Swerve, this is a first time matchup for these guys. And, you know, the history of Pacific Northwest and everything they represent and for them to execute on that. And we get to continue to see Brian Danielson on this retirement run or whatever that's going on, leading to him beating Swerve and having a match tonight against Christian Cage for the TNT championship is like fire, but yeah, they killed it, man. That's like if W if AEW is going to try to counter program or do whatever they did here, this is the way you do it with wrestling. The first match you put on is two of the best wrestlers in the world. And you just let them cook. Yeah, no, no, you do not, not two marks. My name is Phil. His name's rich. We, our names are not marks. No, 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 not a mark. No, no, no. Marks I mean, here. definitely a mark the same way that you're a mark because you're watching a wrestling podcast not, on not, Saturday morning. Not, bro. No, no marks here. Mark, Mark <laughs> Calloway was on NXT, that, but his name's Undertaker. No marks here. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I thought this match was good. Um, Swerve continued to prove that he's ready to move up into the main event scene. I thought this, this match helped to continue to put that over. Mm-hmm. I'm not too upset about the fact that he lost because no. um, I don't believe that he was going to move on and have the TNT title match with Christian and beat no. him. I still feel like the story there is Edge versus Christian. So mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with this. Um, uh, I thought the other matches we got here were fire too. Like you said, we got Hobbs versus uh, Chris Jericho and Hobbs annihilated this man. Like I said. Basically squashed this man. Um, Just I, like I said, I told y'all it was going to happen. I said, count your days, Chris Jericho. He didn't count his days and then he got ran over. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, this this was uh I thought this was a good way uh to put over um Hobbs and and, Don, and what do you call it uh Don's family now. Uh, <laughs> it just was a good filler. I'm not sure when Sammy's gonna be back. I, it feels like they're trying to bide their time before before Sammy comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was a good way to do that. I was I was yeah. here for it. Um, yeah, man, my big homie. Like, what more can I say? He looked great. Got some new gear. Uh, he looked menacing. Destroyed Chris Jericho, hit about 10 spine busters on him, uh, pinned him with his knee on his face. Like, this is the Hobbs we're talking about. I'm loving everything that's happening with Hobbs, and I get so excited just seeing him in positions and opportunity. Like, not for nothing, that's Chris Jericho yeah. like, that he beat. Chris Jericho, like, we know his resume, we know his history, and he beat him bad. And so, like, yeah, yo. beat him. He dominated this man. Uh, it's crazy. 
Uh, yeah, we all. Shout out to Chris Jericho because, as a wrestling legend, he does not have to do that. He could have won that match if he wanted to. Yes. <laughs> uh, also got a inter- international title match: um, Ray Phoenix versus Orange Cassidy yeah. instead of John Moxley because John Moxley was not cleared to wrestle. I thought that this was a good replacement. Orange Cassidy is Orange Cassidy. Ray Phoenix is Ray Kids. Ray. <laughs> I about to say Ray Cassidy. <laughs> Ray Phoenix. Um, and th- this was dope. I thought. Uh, I. I I can tell that this is another one that was kind of bogged down by injuries. I'm, I'm, it seems like Phoenix has like some kind of injury that he's dealing with, maybe a nagging injury, um, because this wasn't a very long match. And, you know, Orange Cassidy is international champion again. I feel like yep. this is a, a way to lead to Mox coming back and probably beating him for the belt again. Um, and I don't have a problem with that. I thought this match was good. Um, I would have liked to see, you know, what Mox and Ray Phoenix could have done, but Man, this matchup for whatever reason we just can't, we can't get right with this. We one. cannot get it right. This uh, international championship has been plagued with some very unfortunate things the last couple of weeks, last couple of months. So this kind of sucks for John Moxley. Uh, hopefully, he gets well soon. Um, but yeah, Orange Cassidy's back. Hopefully, Ray Phoenix gets well soon too. This mm-hmm. is like such unfortunate circumstances. I mean, but for what they did and what they had, I thought Orange Cassidy and Phoenix had a pretty good one. And I mean, if you need. Some by some times by some weeks, like Orange Cassidy's the one you probably do it with with this championship, right? Yeah, um, I feel like the unsung uh hero of this episode of Dynamite was Timeless Tony Storm. Oh, yeah, her her uh, her vignettes this week that led up to her showing up, um, to interfere in the women's title match was really really good. Mm-hmm. I thought the way I, I thought the way they used those to lead up to it was very smart. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everything that they are doing with this character is really good. Uh, it sure it certainly seems like she's going to challenge for a title soon, whether it be the TBS title or the women's title. I'm here for it. Again, I've been saying if they don't give this woman a big moment in Hollywood, what are we doing with yeah. this character? Hollywood, L.A., you've got to do it. It just mm-hmm. makes too much sense. Um, but I thought all of the, the, the silent film stuff was very, very funny. Her introduction to it and how she was... <laughs> enunciating and everything was very funny yeah, yeah. Um, she is definitely the number one character maybe even on the whole roster right now with how they're invested her them having the movies just all the time she's getting on every single show like she's doing exactly what she was doing when she was the AEW women's world champion where she was on every show having a match getting segments in like she's just who it is tony storm like you've said on this time this podcast plenty of times one of the best signings that AEW ever did. Even better now. Like, she was good, and now she's into this character, and she's locked into something different. It's crazy to see. And again, the matches are fun. Character works is amazing. Like, it's going to be hard to deny uh, putting a championship on her. So, yeah, I could probably see that same thing at full gear. We'll see her winning one of these championships because you might have to. You're running into, like, we have to carry territory because she's so over. Yeah, yeah. Um... Course and that, that tied to the women's match, the women's thing, right? Yeah, of course, led to our women's match. I thought the women's match was um, good for what it was. Uh, mm-hmm. It seemed like it struggled at points, but um, I thought this was the right outcome. Yep. Um, I said at the time, I did not think they should have put the belt on Soraya. I no. thought it was it, it worked for what it was. It was a good home t- home crowd pop, whatever. It was a good moment for her, mm-hmm. but I just didn't understand um, the railing. Sheeta's title run to do didn't that. make a lot of sense. Um, and so I'm fine with getting back to Sheeta's champion. We got her as three time 
mm-hmm. champion. Um, I thought that was the right move. Um, big moment, big deal. She deserves it. Yeah, I thought that this was a good way to reward her on two monumental episodes. Um, you rewarded her on the 200th episode earlier uh, this year, and then this year where you had the big matchup with NXT, you rewarded her again. I think that that just shows how important she is to this company. Yep. Um, she's had several main <clears throat> events this year where she's delivered. Um, and I thought she, she got the best out of this matchup. Again, Tony Storm showing up and doing the character stuff, popping up out of nowhere, hitting Ruby with the shoe. Hilarious stuff. Um, yeah, I I can't say that this was my favorite match of the card, but this was definitely yeah. one of my favorite moments. I just love seeing Sheeta get her moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the finish was good because um, I was definitely worried when we saw the spray paint come out again. I was like, oh, no, uh, not the spray yeah. paint finish again. Mm-hmm. But I thought they did something really smart with it. Um, so Yeah, I, I love I how she it. turned the tides on uh, on Ruby and flipped it and sprayed her in the eye with it to get her out of there and everything. Sheeta's just so good that she could get you um, anytime the pinfall happens, the way she always gets there is so great. And, and like, this was a big win for her big moment. I hope she gets to get something off before. Cause like, uh, is it going to go to her and Tony storm? Is it going to be Tony storm and Chris Statlin? Like, I don't really know what's going to happen, but I hope she gets the opportunity to cook because she keeps getting the uh, big moment. But then afterwards is what we need more of. Yeah. I, I hope this leads to more of a uh, Sheeta with the belt. Um, but yeah, this was the right move for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have liked to see more with the women on this on this show, but yeah. I think it's a good sign that not just Sheeta got the win, but they're continuing to push Tony as one of the main characters on the show. Right. Um, I said I have to assume she's going to get a big title match mm-hmm. um, at the upcoming pay per view. I don't know whether it's for the main title or TBS, but I have to assume that's where we're going. Yes, excited about it, and. In the main event, it was oh, Adam Copeland versus a uh, literal dinosaur. I heard. Yeah, we did get uh, Adam Copeland's um, AW in ring debut yep. against Luchasaurus. I enjoyed this. Um, I yeah, I liked Luchasaurus, it. Luchasaurus uh, did all of the, you know, trying to put him through the paces. He had to deal with all the shenanigans. Um, really enjoying Nick Wayne as an annoying little shit heel. Yes. Um, he is great. His <laughs> facial expressions after he does things like what? It's hilarious <laughs> every time. He's great. Um, just the way he kind of stands next to Christian with his chin up, and he's just like, yeah, this is me. Mm-hmm. Very punchable face and everything. Great stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think that's probably my favorite part of this whole thing because, man, I was just watching Nick Wayne at West Coast Pro months ago, just in the little stateroom. And now he's in main events with Adam Copeland, formerly known as Edge. And it's like, yo, that's crazy. This this guy's a kid, but he's like out there shining, getting to look good, getting to get speared. Like all the thing is really, really dope. Edge looks good. Um, Luchasaurus, I thought, led a bunch of the match, kind of, you know, getting Adam Copeland back into what kind of the style of AEW is and into the, some different stuff. I thought they did what exactly what they needed to do. Christian is that promo before him getting into Beth and all that, I'm like, this guy's a menace, big dog. Did, this did, guy's a menace. <laughs> did you catch what they did? They opened the show with uh, with Christian from backstage while on the other channel, um, Cody was talking about his dead dad. <laughs> yep. It's a sick game, man. 
Christian just being the whatever he is for dead dads is like, yeah, crazy game. Yeah, no, I, they they've done a few of these now. Very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, also we of course didn't talk about we got a zero hour match. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We got a zero <laughs> I hour match. There usually isn't a zero hour for Dynamite. Uh, but here we we go. got uh, Eddie Kingston versus uh, <laughs> Minoru Suzuki. Uh, and this was good. This was, I mean, it's, yeah, it's what you would expect from both these guys. Um, yeah. It was a Ring of Honor and and NW, sorry, New Japan Strong uh, title match, and you know, Eddie won. But yeah, this was this was this was cool for what it was. Yeah, this was uh, uh, Suzuki being exactly who he is. Eddie Kingston, I think, is the perfect one to be Ring of Honor champion right now. I know we talked about mm-hmm. he should have won earlier this year, but I don't know. Everything just locked him, him going to Japan, him winning the New Japan Strong Belt, and then him winning the Ring of Honor Championship. Exactly what he's doing right now is like perfect. Matches like this, doing stuff like this, just going out there, letting him be Eddie Kingston. I need more of it. Yeah. No, I feel like we needed more of uh, Claudio the Heel champion before then as well. So mm-hmm. I think it worked out the way it was supposed to. And then, you know, yep. of course, Eddie got the big win in New York. So I, yes. I think it worked out the way it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out to Eddie Kingston. But yeah, this was a. Uh... This was a exciting night of wrestling. Um, of course, the timeline was being the timeline. Um, you got, of course, all the crazy takes of it. I was out of here before the rating stuff came out because I don't care about ratings. And I knew people were going to do what they did with the ratings. Um, AW got throttled yeah. <laughs> in the ratings. Uh, I wasn't surprised about it. Uh, NXT uh, uh, got almost a million viewers. Um, AW got around 600,000. Um yeah, when you when you couple that with uh Tony doing everything he was doing online. Um uh, not a good week for them. Uh, yeah. I think it was also also with what people have been talking about with the sales for the shows um and other things um it raised the question uh big old Dave Cheese uh Miggity Meltzer uh <laughs> was saying that does this mean the AW is cold and it's an interesting question because um, I do think that uh, WWE is on an upswing right now. I think WWE is currently the hotter product, um, whether that be like their ticket sales, like just having The Rock on their show, having Cena back, having Ronan, Roman back at the perfect time, um, having speculation that Punk is coming in, um, what Becky is doing, uh, NXT is, is coming back around and people are enjoying it. I definitely think WWE is currently on a hot streak. Um, yes, but I don't know if we should compare to that because nobody can beat that. That's the machine. Like I said, you can't out pizza the hut. I think it's the definition <laughs> of the big ad during that. <laughs> as well. You can't out pizza the hut. <laughs> a lot of pizza. Um, uh, we got the we got the stuff backstage with Pizza Hut stuff. You had Xavier bringing pizza to commentary. <laughs> Pretty egregious. It's so funny because. Like, Somebody was tweeting me on Tuesday, like, oh, actually, I'm eating uh, pizza right now. We're watching the next time. I'm like, yeah, because I'm sure you watched Fastlane and they subliminally showed you that you wanted to eat pizza. <laughs> yeah, a lot of, lot of product placement for Pizza Hut. <laughs> but, yeah, you can't out Pizza the Hut. If they thought they were going to beat them in the ratings that night, that was a bad plan. I thought them being on Tuesday, they were already going to be affected. So it's all that. Like I said, what's the definition of cold? Because Wrestle Dream all in all out forbidden door uh these shows all hit they have a like the shows have it like they've had a bunch of hitters so what do you mean by cold like cold as in 
some fans don't want to go watch it. Like, it's like, where's the definition at? Because the execution for me has been great. I love Dynamite. I love WrestleDream. I love, you know what I mean? So I don't really understand what do you mean? I mean, I, I think it was fair to think that they could win this matchup because they won a matchup last year. Um, yeah. When Title II, they won to begin this NXT. Um, I think by comparison, AW is cold. Um, yeah, if we're comparing not, to WWE, yeah, of course. Uh, by comparison to WWE, I think they're cold. Um, yeah. I, I think that's not just like certain stuff. Like um, that's an undeniable. Like there's some numbers. of <laughs> some of the publicity around AEW, some of the negative press, um, stuff like the ticket sales. Um, and I think like their weekly product isn't as consistent as it was. Mm. I think at one point Dynamite was undoubtedly the best wrestling show on television, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's at least room to debate now. Um, I mean, there was always room to debate, but for me, I feel like it was unquestionably the best show on TV. Like, there um, is room for debate, but like for me, there is no debate. But I'm not everybody. Well, I, I just think that like right now, <laughs> Dynamite isn't Dynamite is not clicking like it was before for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that shows with other things they're doing right now as well. I just think, I don't know, man. Like, and again, I'm not sitting here saying like, oh, it, it, it's doom and gloom time. Because, I mean, Tony did post, like, man, we're doing the best events. Like, I thought that was one of his funniest tweets when he he put, <laughs> he put all, he stacked all of his pay-per-views in a mm-hmm. row. I'm the telling you, they event. hit. But I think in terms of quality of their last four pay-per-views, yeah, they've been on a, stre- on a streak of really good pay-per-views. But I think weekly television, there is, there is room to criticize, like, their weekly television. That's right. Um, I think for me, when Collision was hitting, Collision was a better show because Dynamite, it just wasn't hitting the same for me. And like right now, like Collision is good, but it doesn't feel like it has the same direction that it had. Like it kind of feels a little bit directionless. Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't have, um, because the thing that it had going for it when Punk was there is that was a defined main character. Now, who is the main character on Collision? Brian Danielson. Mm. What, what, it's different what, though it, it just doesn't feel the same it just doesn't have the it's same different. direction and I feel like even with Dynamite this week you're pitting uh, your show against NXT that is stacking with all these main roster guys where were the elite? <laughs> that was my main question where were the elite? where are the Bucks? where's Kenny Omega? Um, I was also like we got the we we didn't talk about this with Dynamite as well. Good questions. We got we got the MJF stuff. Um, oh, Max, 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 Max. Oh yeah, Hangman and uh, and uh, Jay White was on fire too. Yeah, that match was good. But yeah. we we got the we got the 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 Max stuff. The Max stuff was fine, but it just didn't. Oh, the Max stuff. The Max was stuff was fine. The the promo stuff was fine. I could have done without the qu- the quarter stuff. Um, Me too. I get. Me too. Um, so I I get people are gonna throw this on AEW, but this very much felt like this very much felt like Max's idea. Yeah, and that's I where th- I'm landing at it. And, and and so all of the tweets lead me to believe this was Max's idea, whether right. that be his his tweet after the show and then his talk about what he wanted to do for representation for Jewish people. Um, it very much felt like this was his call. Yes. Um, now, do I believe that that means that nobody could be offended by it? No. I, of no. course, don't have the place to say that. No. But I also felt like 
this didn't put over this didn't feel like a main storyline like yes. like before when adam cole and, and and mjf was doing this stuff this undoubtedly felt like the main storyline on dynamite and it was hot and i don't feel like this had the same energy behind it and i think yeah. that's another reason why i feel like um yeah it, you can see that there's a little bit of a drop off because unfortunately cole got hurt and the hottest storyline they had going is now halted yeah. and, and so when i say like the punk stuff it's not that i'm saying oh collision needs punk i'm just saying that what collision had going for it is that it had a it had a designated main character you knew who the main mm-hmm. character every week was on collision you don't know who the main character is on collision dynamite it's brian like, danielson and i feel like that's the thing that that wwe is also currently getting right with their shows and i feel like that is possibly why their shows are hot as well but very interesting week of, of wrestling i think uh if you're a fan of either shows it's with a good time uh, but yeah we've we've got a guess yeah uh uh i'm gonna read this uh super chat before we get into it brett lockman says oh by the way happy kibashi day yes yes it's kibashi day because tonight i'm going to cross the bridge over into South San Francisco <laughs> and check out my favorite wrestling in the world, West Coast Pro Wrestling. It's West Coast Pro 5 today. Big deal. Huge card. We got a giant main event. And we got a friend here to talk about it. We so, do. Cool. Bring him in. Bring him in. This friend needs to elbow people hey. really hard. And we're still waiting for him hey. to elbow people again. There His is. name's Chris Hero. What's up, Chris? Can we get a? Can we get the bridges over? The bridges over. The bridge is over. What's up, Chris? Gentlemen, thank you so much for having me. Uh, I'm not an early riser, so I'm not like a 9 a.m. wake up gate, even on a show day. You know, so even to. in California, Chris Hero. Yeah, even in California, especially in California, but you know. <laughs> We got, we got a long day coming in. I'm so stoked. Um, just good energy. I got in day before yesterday. Uh, bro, he's here. Kobashi is here in San Do you feel his presence? I feel it. I feel it. I want to chop somebody so bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, gentlemen, thank you so much for making time for me. Um, Phil, I wish you could be at the show, man. We got to get, get you out here. Yeah, I was there during uh, Revolution Weekend for a West I think Coast that was yep. when you yep. announced that you're going to be the matchmaker. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. I was there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 So you haven't been to a, a an official Chris Hero matchmaker West Coast Pro show? I have not. I need to get. I need to get out there. Yeah, yeah. No, man, we got a we got a good one. Um, I I just love it's West Coast Five hashtag West Coast yep. Five is what we're going to try to do. Uh, our our hashtags on the day of the show always kind of get messed around a little bit. It's <laughs> some of our show titles are too long. Uh, hashtag from the West Coast would love that was, that was a bit much, but West right. Coast Five <laughs> is it's the fifth anniversary. Uh, I've been bringing shows to the Bay for five years, um, and it means a lot to him because you know he grew up watching shows here and just the fabric of of NorCal wrestling um, is just woven with so many different people and promotions. And uh, it really is his love letter to pro wrestling, man. West coast five. 
five years, we've got some legends on the show. You know, we got Kobashi in the house. We got Ultimo Dragon. Uh, Chigusa Nagayo will be here. I um, forgot about Ultimo Dragon. Guns. Yeah, how'd you forget? No, he's teaming with Motor City Machine Guns. We got yeah. Dangan himself, Masato Tanaka. Uh, but then, then we got Alpha Zoe, right? We got Charlie and Titus in the main event. Main event of the show, two hometown boys, right? Yep. Um, Tim Thatcher making a making a little return to the area, his stomping grounds. You know, his his, his roots run deep here. Um, you know, West Coast Wrecking Crew, they got that open challenge. Um, we got Bounty Hunter Brian Keith. Come on, man. Who's hotter than Brian Keith right now? Nobody. Nobody. Yes. 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 Um, this is, uh, so yeah, this is I, on fire. It's Big just, deal. it's a little bit of everything. And I'm just so, I'm so proud to be a part of this. Um, it, you know, we, we talked about this before, but it was about, um, you know, year and a half ago or whatever that I came up here just for a signing and a seminar. Uh, there was a show at the state room and I could just feel a little something was special. You know, I, I watch a lot of wrestling. I, you know, that's no knock on anybody else that's doing it right now, but I just felt there was something special here. And I'm really glad that I get to be a part of it, especially on such a big show, man. What, uh, what Reg, what are you, what are you looking forward to from the show? Um, there's a lot to look forward to. Like you said, Alpha Zoe, that's my bro. He's been having an incredible run coming off the West Coast Cup, which I thought he feels pretty disappointed in not coming out the victor of the West Coast Cup Pro, uh, yeah. West Coast Cup. So, him having mm -hmm. this big giant match after that against who many considered to be the yeah. best independent wrestler in the world, Speedball Mike Bailey, is a big deal. Yep. Anytime you're in the ring with Mike Bailey, it's an actual fight. So I'm excited to see how Zoe tries to counteract all the thing. He has a lot of great uh, research, though, Chris, because Speedball has some, had some incredible matches here in West Coast Pro. Mm -hmm. So if he just studies those, he's been in the back for a lot of it. He, I think he knows what he can do to beat Speedball. We'll just have to see if he will. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um... It's going to be his toughest challenge, I think, man. I, it's he he wrestled Cobb. Cobb was that was tough, but I feel like that yeah. was part of the journey to getting here. You know, someone that he shared the locker room with a ton um, on some of those great matches, and you know, working his way from a six man all the way up to you kind of breaking out as a singles guy. So just a great opportunity for him. Um, man, I just told him the other day how proud I was of him. Uh, it seems like starting with uh, his, the singles match he had with Leo Rush. Yes. Um, man, he's just kind of been, you know, and it's been bumps in the road. You know, he hasn't been like Goldberg in his way through West Coast Pro, but <laughs> he's got a he's got a journey. Give me one second, y'all. Yeah. And I think uh, I think this match is another test. Like you said, he faced uh, Jeff Cobb, and that was a big test. The Leo Rush match, I think he rose to the occasion, but – Speedball Mike Bailey just brings, as we all see weekly on Impact Wrestling, he brings such a different energy to not only West Coast Pro, he brings a different energy to wrestling in general. When you watch a wrestling show with Speedball Mike Bailey on it, his match is going to be way different than every other match on. It's going to be a Speedball match, and you have to fight the way that he wants to fight. I don't know if, if Zoe 
if he's fighting the way that speedball fights, he's not going to win this. He has to have a different strategy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine Zoe doing those kicks? Bah, 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 yeah, bah, see, bah. I yeah, can't he, see it. <laughs> he could probably get about three, four of them. He'd probably get about three, four of them. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, a, a wrestler that has his own style, dictates his own pace, we got Timothy Thatcher. Um, yes. He's taken on JT Thorne. And the thing about JT, uh, he is the first graduate of the West Coast Pro Dojo, um, you know, Vinny Massaro and and West Coast Pro School here. And it's, you know, he's already been to Japan. Um, He's he's working real hard. And I just thought, you know, what a what a good person to put him in the ring with to kind of test him and put him through the ringer, because Thatcher is one of my toughest opponents I've ever been in the ring. with. So I just know the kind of style that he brings, just the. Just the mood shifts, man. The second that bell rings when you're in there with a guy like Thatcher, it's just it's just different. So um, I should have mentioned this earlier, but everybody watching this, that this sounds kind of interesting. The show is going to stream live on YouTube for free 99. That's yep. free, F-R-E-E, tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will tweet that link. Um, I'm going to kind of spam it out there today because I want as many eyes on this show as possible. But yeah, Thatcher, we, we probably JT should have Thorne, started with uh, that. We got the <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a wrestler, not a promoter, you know, so I'm I'm still working on that. Um, I, you know, you, there's you just gotta... that thing in me inherently that feels like ugh when you have to promote something, right? Mm-hmm. But it's necessary, and people if people don't know how to watch it; they're not going to watch, right? So. Um, Another another cool thing we have is we have a rematch between Masha Slamovich and Takumi Iroha. That's a rematch mm-hmm. for the for the West Coast Pro Women's Championship. Masha won the championship earlier this year, uh, and Takumi, you know, she's one of the aces of Marvelous in Japan. Um, she yeah, she's just special, man. She came in and upset Masha, and she's taken the belt back to Japan. She's defended it a lot. Um, I'm just, I'm really excited for that. And we got a little bit more Joshi flavor on the show, right? We got an eight woman match, um, featuring, uh, Johnny Robbie, you know, of the, of the Suavecitos, Johnny Robbie teaming up with Unagi, uh, Rachel Ellering and Takayo Nagashima, you know, one of the Gaia OGs, uh, and they're taking on the team of Magenta, which is Maria and, uh, uh, Kawahata. Uh, Mio Momono, who uh, fought Masha in the finals of Queen of Indies. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the returning Sandra Moon, she just uh, spent months in Japan training in the dojo over there. She's going to come back with a little bit of a little bit of piss of vinegar, if you will. Um, it's just an eight woman match. I think it's man. I just love the variety in these shows, like mm-hmm. just uh, a, a little bit of everything. I, th- I think it's important. Um you got uh, Vinny Massaro, right? He's got this thing called the snoring elbow, right? Yeah, everybody knows the snoring elbow. His opponent yep. tonight is Masato freaking Tanaka. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Masato Tanaka, uh, who by no fault of his own, he's uh, responsible for the uh, incorrectly named roaring elbow. That was uh... – <laughs> Joey Styles' fault. It's he, not uh, his fault. 
Yeah, of course, of course. So, so <laughs> Masada Tanaka came over to the States to work for ECW, and Joey Styles was working a one-man booth, and from watching FMW tapes, uh, he thought the rolling elbow was, uh, I mean, it sounds like roaring elbow, like roaring elbow, right? Mm-hmm. So tonight we got the fucking roaring elbow against the snoring elbow. Um, I know how much this match means for Vinny, especially with him just getting announced that he gets to go over to Japan. Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for that. And Masato Tanaka is the kind of guy that like, he just, um, he aged so gracefully. Uh, yeah. he didn't lose any speed. He actually got more cut up, like. He is just a, a wrestler that you have to see live. It's just videos mm-hmm. don't do justice how dynamic he is in the ring, man. He's just he's great. Um, probably our our best tag team, right? Is the West Coast Wrecking Crew. You know, they're and mm-hmm. they're called the Wrecking Crew because they legit fucking wreck fools up and down the card. Whoever they're in there with, uh, they really have no match. Um, so they kind of put the challenge to us. They're like, hey, find us some competition. Right, so me and Scott were like, "Bet, all right, we we'll get we'll get some competition for you." So that'll that'll be a fun one. I love having uh, surprise elements on the show. <laughs> um, it's just it's just a fun thing, you know. We're gonna advertise and put out a lot of good matches, but I like being able to have a little something in the back pocket. Um, so Royce and Jarrell, um, they got they got they're gonna have their hands full tonight uh i mentioned uh bounty hunter brian keith like i said hottest on the indies in my opinion uh Uzi wrestling. Jaya, jaya jewel what a you know what a great match for jaya uh he's another one he's not uh originally from the west coast dojo but he's put in a lot of hours there and he's been working and working man uh the i call him the louisiana mole mm-hmm. um <laughs> To steal a, a name from a Lil Wayne mixtape from, you know, like 2007. Um, the Louisiana Jaya Jewel. Him, him and BK, that's that's a fun one. You already mentioned Speedball and Zoe. Um, and I feel like the only one we haven't, oh, we haven't talked much about the main. I think the main speaks for itself. It's, you know, Starboy and Titus. Uh, those guys grew up in the business, man. They're just yeah. on a different level when it comes to, you know, uh, Titus is what twenty three? Is that is that what is that what Titus is? Charlie's twenty. Yeah. Um, these guys have it in their blood, man. They have it in their blood, and they get it at a far younger age than I ever did. You know, I started at eighteen years old. Like these guys were, <laughs> you know, doing it fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. It's really, really crazy to see. But to give these guys um, just an opportunity to prove themselves, man, and Titus very very badly you know i feel like he feels he should be the champion but you got to be the champion right? yeah man um and just the last one that you forgot about ultimo dragon teaming with alex shelley chris saban of the motor city machine guns against los suavecitos man adrian quest ricky danny man tell, tell me your thoughts on the citos I am a huge fan of all three of these guys. I think uh, the energy that they bring to not only a West Coast show, but just like to wrestling in general, is so different. It's so, as somebody from California, like it's so California. I think that's why I really gravitate to them because growing up, I grew up around guys like these. So like the first time I ever talked to Adrian Quest, 
felt like talking to one of the homeboys from back in the day. First time I ever talked to Rob and Dan, it yeah. felt like uh, it felt like talking to homies again. Like everything about it is like it, it feels yeah. like home. And so like seeing them here in West Coast Rope, always excited about it. I don't know how I forgot about Ultimo Dragon because the show's so packed, but Ultimo Dragon, man. I used to watch yep. Nitro in 1996 and 1997, seeing this guy having some of the best matches ever. Remember Bash at the Beach against Chris Jericho? Like, he has so many fire matches, and he's going to be in the building with me. It's man. crazy. Can't believe it. Yeah, man. Uh, just what a, what a test. And that I feel like that's a theme throughout this show. You know, we're taking our guys – uh, and we're putting them to the test, man. Put them through the ringer. See, see, see how they come out on the other end. You know, maybe they're able to sneak out a win. You know, maybe not. But it's just it's the journey, right? It's the working your way through wrestlers of different experience level, different talent level, um, different styles. Um, this really is. I mean, this should be West Coast versus the world because that's kind of what this is, right? Yeah. Um, man, I'm just, I'm just excited. Reg, I'm glad you're going to be there. Mm -hmm. Um, Phil, I wish you were there, but you know, we'll get you that YouTube link. We'll get you that link. You can watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely um, check it out. and then once, once it airs live, uh, it goes to IWTV. So we'll be able to check IWTV and, uh, Sweet. and guys and watch it. Like we, uh, we, we got any, we got any questions. We got any, any chats or anything anybody wants to know. I mean, you know what everybody's going to be asking about, because since the last time you got here, you've got a little bit of job somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, I got some I got some paychecks now. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. No, man. Um, I didn't get my so, fee either cool for that. I'm this. still waiting on my fee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to get you your cut like you're rolling Alexander. <laughs> um, so just the cool thing was, uh, you know, I. I, I was I was doing what I'm doing here to a lesser extent for a group named IWC in Pittsburgh last year. Um, then I kind of gravitated toward working with this West Coast, you know, just working this deal out. Uh, and then, you know, I got approached about coaching in AEW. Uh, coaching is the same thing as producing. It's just a, you know, different verbiage, right? So, uh, you know, it's been about four months that I've been working with AEW now. Um, and just the cool thing is, man, I told them, um, I, you know, I just started this thing with West Coast. Like, I can't miss these shows. So I get a weekend off every month for, for West Coast. I get to continue doing that. And it's the experience that I've already had with West Coast makes me more valuable to AEW. And the stuff that I pick up at AEW, being in the locker room and working on live television right? That really helps prepare me even more for West Coast. So it's just, it's very symbiotic. I think like we kind of, we working with both just makes me, I just learn, I feel like I'm learning so much. I'm picking things up so much. I'm building relationships and it's just, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I feel very fortunate that I'm able to, to kind of have my cake and eat it too. Right. It's, 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 uh, it's been great for me. Uh, somebody that you, uh, had of history with, we talked about a little bit before you came on here. Eddie Kingston is now the, uh, ROH world champion, New Japan strong champion. You ever going to fight him? Got no interest in that, man. <laughs> I feel like 
Yeah, I that I I appreciate the question and I understand why you would ask the question. I understand mm-hmm. why people would know. You know, I get I get tagged and stuff on Twitter. Um yep. and I did. I I had some wars with that man. Um but you you know how it is. It's just uh that feels like a that feels like a chapter 4, chapter 5 kind of thing and I'm like on chapter 26 right now. I don't feel like I need to revisit any of that. And um aside from that, uh I do Man, I feel like there's a lot of good stuff going on in the ROH. We're still trying to find our yep. footing. Um, mm-hmm. And it's... Can we say we that you're helping with tough. Ring of Honor? Can I don't know if we could say that out loud, but... Well, I mean, I'm I'm helping as much as anybody else is. I'm just... I'm doing doing my best to try to help this or just make, make things a little bit easier here or there, right? Mm-hmm. Um we all know that one man has the say in yes. all these different television shows, but he is very good about asking for opinions and saying things and listening. Like, you know, there, there are a whole lot of people that he kind of goes to and, and checks him, you know, and it's not, it's not just us too. It's, it's the talent, you know, a lot of people have input on their stuff. And um, I mean, there isn't really anything I could tell Tony that he doesn't already know. But right. I can, if he's talking about an idea, I might be able to say something or mention something that, that makes him think in a slightly different way. So I have just great passion for Ring of Honor for the time that I spent there. Um, and just the, the people that are associated with the brand, like we got some hitters um, and we just, it's just a matter of, of giving them time, letting them talk letting them go out there and have their matches. Um, it's just, and also the the one thing that's, that's cool about ROH now is like, it is like, sometimes it's the random match generator of like yep. this person <laughs> and then this person against this person. You're like, what is this match? This is crazy. And that's not uh, always possible with a typical week to week wrestling show. But at, right. we we have everybody at our disposal, you know. We got like might have the action King Andretti and week. Gringo went crazy um, this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, or you're like, oh, sh- oh shit, it's it's Christopher Daniels against Rocky Romero. Like, what is mm-hmm. this ROH 2005? Like, what what's going on? So it's w- there's a lot of people with history in ROH. You know, the old and the new. Uh, and then we got a lot of new people coming coming up through the ranks. You know, you got like. Got like the outrunners, like what? Mm. <laughs> so I'm just I'm I'm really proud to be a part of that. Um, you know, I do my best to kind of assist with the, you know, just just kind of what what's going on, and uh, especially when we have like the extras, right? I like to mm-hmm. I know it is awkward to be an extra at these shows, uh, so I try to make sure that everybody knows what they're gonna do, what they might do, when they might hear. Um, but yeah, I, I really love being a part of that process. And like I said, doing this stuff at, at you know, whether it's Collision or Dynamite or Rampage or, or ROH, uh, this just helps me uh, do a better job with West Coast, you know? And I love being able to pick something up on a Wednesday and utilize it on a Saturday. Like, that's that's great for me to be 25 years deep in pro wrestling and still be finding new ways to look at things. Um, I feel very fortunate. Awesome, man. So cool. One more time. Let's put over West Coast Cup, uh, West Coast Five, 
tell people where they can find it and tell people mm-hmm. one more time why they should watch yep. it. West Coast Five, uh, fifth anniversary show of West Coast Pro is emanating tonight from the Irish Cultural Center, if you believe that, um, in San Francisco, California. We will be live on YouTube. There will be a live stream. Um, I'm, I'm going to tweet that out. Uh, West Coast Pro does have a YouTube channel. If you want to go ahead and subscribe there, click subscribe on the YouTube channel there. Um <laughs> If nothing else, you know, we, we have a this is a little bit of everything. We got that West Coast flavor, but we also got some some outsiders invading, you know, anyone from the Motor City Machine Guns. Um, you know, we've got a, a, a strong contingent from Japan, both both men and women. Our main event is two homegrown West Coast pro boys, uh, Titus Alexander. Uh, Starboy Charlie, I'll call them. I'll call them men. I just call them boys. That sounds a little condescending. I didn't mean that. Uh, but then also, you know, we got Masato Tanaka. We got Kenta Kobashi in the house. We're we're paying our respects to Kobashi. Uh, he's been great so far, and I'm really excited for him to just get some eyes on this product and be like, wow, they do it different in the West Coast. I really feel like we do. Yeah, sounds like a big card. It can't be free 99 either. If you're not there, you can watch it on YouTube. Yep. And if you don't get a chance to watch it on YouTube, you can watch mm-hmm. it on IWTV. Well, Chris, we yep. appreciate you. I will see you very soon. I'm going to take off pretty much after yes. this spot. I want to see who the mystery yep. opponents are for the West Coast Wrecking Crew. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thank you guys so much for having me. Um, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate your support. And uh, next time we'll talk, we'll be We'll be talking about what a fucking banger this show was. So thank you guys so much. Appreciate Appreciate you. All right. Thank you guys for uh, letting us get our West Coast Pro thing on. You guys know how strongly I feel about West Coast Pro. Thank you again to Chris Hero. He's amazing. Like, uh, I, I tell him and everybody tells him all the time, like Chris Hero, dude, like independent wrestling, like legend yeah. is like so welcoming and humble. And you could ask him anything. I'm not a pro wrestler, but I ask him hell of wrestling. I'm like, well, why did they do this in this match? At this point, why did they do this when they do this? Why did they do this? Like, I'm interested just because his brain is so full of really cool things. So, yeah, tune in to West Coast Pro tonight. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. Not a big pay-per-view this uh, weekend for a change. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> have some room to watch either West Coast Pro or watch Collision tonight. Um, yes. Straight up. Let's get into a few uh, super chats before we slide on out of here. Uh, Leonard Aarons III said, Phil said it the best. Tuesday did that roster of NXT no favors to me. Sends a terrible mes- message that these folks on the regular can't hold their own against AEW. Let them know what was is better than what is. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like some people did come out of this looking good. Like Melo, of course. I think Tiffany mm-hmm. Stratton also looked good. Um, Braun. Braun as well. Braun Breaker. Uh, Dragunov. Uh, you know, the 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 kind of leaders of the new school that are ready to make the jump. Um, you can definitely tell who they are. Right. Uh, Brent Lockman says, so when exactly are we going to get the AEW meat department division as it feels like it keeps growing? It's a good question. Yeah, nah, you could uh, you could definitely do it. I mean, they're definitely wrestlers. I mean, at this point, 
Hobbs is like the main star of the division if you if you're doing it. Yeah. Um, I think it's a shame that they haven't done anything more with Hobbs and Miro since then, and Miro <laughs> hasn't had a match since then. It's just like, but that's that's kind of my thing with AEW. Like it feels like they'll have something good. And it'll be like, okay, I kind of want some more of that. And then we just don't get it. Like all that Miro momentum is. Yeah. Where is he? Yeah. Uh, Delay. The CJ stuff on, on on Collision, I guess. Wherever the CJ stuff is going. Right. I mean, hopefully he gets some more screen time because people really like Miro. Uh, yeah. Delayed Gratz says, I agree with Brent Lockman. Fill the ring with 80-20 ground beef <laughs> and have the inaugural meat battle. <laughs> Meat battle royal winner gets high cholesterol. <laughs> Y'all meat buns are really funny. Uh, Sal Cruz says, thoughts on the difference on OC winning at this time around compared to the first time. He is so consumed by the title, he was ignoring his homies. Yeah, they they had some story elements play into Orange Cassidy's win. People are Maybe some people are suspecting that he's going to go heel. What did you feel about it, Phil? Uh, yeah, I think they did some good story stuff with it. Um definitely felt like you know he is um trying to win that belt back um in spite of his friendships in spite mm-hmm. of his like well-being cuz he went through such a beating um before in almost a year long run and now it's just like yeah maybe you know you can take a break and it's just mm-hmm. like no 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 I'm determined to get this belt back and I feel like mm-hmm. that is going to be ultimately his undoing that's why him and Moxley is so strong because that's the same story they keep telling Moxley, like, take a break. Why do you keep going? Why do you keep going? And Moxley's like, I'm about to win another championship. No vacations. <laughs> Never. I don't got time for vacation. Uh, Will Chisholm says, to be fair, those women should mark out over Asuka. She's an icon. P.S. NXT and AEW have a 50-year-old man standing tall popped me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, both shows kind of ended with... Uh... <laughs> Both ended with somebody from the Attitude Era as the yeah. main star or or the yeah. guy that was standing tall. Um, didn't even think about that, but yeah, me neither. That is funny. Uh, Will Chisholm says, with the news of Vince being out of booking, with Cody and Roman having to face going face to face last night, Triple H saying we're getting Roman versus Cody to at Mania. Yeah, I definitely think that's where we're going. I mean, I yeah. think that that should have been where we're going anyway. I I was never a big believer that the Rock match was happening. Right. Um, I think you gotta. I think you gotta strike white iron tight with this uh, Cody feud, and I feel like you gotta put the belt on him this time. Right. And then the last super chat of the day is from my homeboy Mike from Indeed. You guys check out my, uh, Indeed on Wednesdays. West Coast, Best Coast. Have fun tonight, Reg. Hope you have a very dope weekend too, Bill. Appreciate you. Um, but yeah, I just uh, to to wrap up our our our, our NXT AW talk. Um, I don't know. I just I just think like. I think that there is some valid criticism of AEW at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that means that, like, I don't want to jump into, like, oh, they're doomed. Because um, they're clearly not doomed because yeah. they just had four good pay-per-views in a row. They've delivered when they have the good shows. But I think that currently their weekly product is just not as good as it was, in my opinion. That's and, right. And I think... For me, I would like to see more of the lead on TV. I feel like that's part of what's missing on Dynamite. I like to see the Bucks more. I like to see Kenny doing more singles wrestling. I thought that's where we were going, and we're not for whatever reason. <laughs> um, I also think people that are like, uh, how much of this is on Max? Because they took such a big ratings drop off this week. And 
Max wasn't a part of the main storyline this week. The main storyline I felt this week with the Edge stuff. They made a bigger right. deal out of Edge's in-ring debut and building up the stuff with Christian. And while I thought the segment with Bullet Club Gold was fine, uh, Bullet Club Gold coming out with the big wheels, by the, by the way, hilarious. Um, <laughs> uh, yes. Jay, Jay White looks great with that belt. I want him to win. Um, I do. Uh, but like the quarter stuff, I feel like that was the most negative thing I saw talked about from this episode, and mm-hmm. it doesn't really bode well that that's linked to your ta- your championship feud. The champ. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I feel like there's been criticism of Max as champion for a while now. That I'm just kind of like, I don't. I think that he's having a good reign. Um, I think that the matches are hitting, but again, when you look at weekly product. When you have a guy to lyrics point last week that isn't wrestling every week, um, that is kind of coming out and doing the segments or doing the 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 video stuff with Cole, um, it does lead to like how much of this is on Max? Like how much of this leads to like I don't know how much of this is, is on Max that the ratings were low. This is not me, right. of course, saying that this is fault. It just raises no. that question. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's something to look into. Um, I think because the world title that you really blew my mind when you were like, how come the elite weren't on Tuesday? I'm like, why weren't like what? what? That's Kenny what Omega, the young Africa. bucks, like what's going on here? Put these fools on TV. It's called all elite wrestling yeah. and they play the background for most of it. I get it. I understand. You don't want to, the EVP shouldn't be out there, but they should, man, you got fucking prime Kenny Omega. Put this fool on TV. Like it's yeah. some things that they could do to fix it. I still think Kenny Omega should be the next AEW world champion from right now. It's not looking like that at all. Things could change at all time, but yeah, start getting to what brought you to this dance, brother. What you're doing is great. I, I like it. A lot of stuff, but like there's some extra things you could do, I think to further along. Yeah. I, I, I think when AEW was really clicking, um, some of this stuff is not quite clicking. I think the things that I would like to see more of, um, I don't know. It just feels like sometimes, we'll get like the start of something and then it just falls off a cliff and we never go back to it. Right. I I feel like that was the case with Willow. Willow won the Owen cup and then had that fire match with Athena. And then it was just like, all right, now what are we doing with Willow? Mm -hmm. Um, And there are a lot of things like that. So, you know, again, I don't want to make this into, Oh, we're doomed. The, The company is doomed. But I do wonder, like, it has been a little bit of a drop off in terms of like the weekly. And when you compare that to what's happening across the street with the distinguished competition, um, what they're doing is working right now. It's hidden. That's fair. I, I don't like everything that WWE does, but it's hidden. I mean, That's fair. And so, I just don't think there's doom. I don't think we should no. even be talking about doom because no. they still like their TV companies love their ratings and shit. Like everything they're doing over there is a, there things there could be improvement. Uh, ticket sales are down. It's hard, but when ticket sales are up over there, then these they still run so close to each other. You'll have a show somewhere in WWE, and then three or four weeks later, AEW's there. Like as a yeah. consumer, I can't pay for all these wrestling shows. And if I'm picking, I'm gonna pick who I know is gonna give me the shit. WWE, like they already have a built-in thing. AEW is still the alternative. And if that, I think they just need to really embrace the alternative. Never try to be what WWE is. You got to give us why the reason that we tune into you instead of them is how we do this. 
Yeah, I agree. And I think, um, you know, they've brought in a lot of uh, ex-WWE guys. And, you know, I'm always happy to see certain other guys get another run somewhere else. But, man, when you do look at it in totality for this year and you look at, like, WWE's major Ws compared Mm to uh, AWs, and when you get to this (laughs) face-off and they get clobbered in the ratings Mm -hmm. and then – then you also look at, all right, well, Jade jump ship and is over there now. And you look at, all right, Cody. you look at, like, Cody's over there. You look mm-hmm. at, like, if anybody was waiting to say, I told you so, with a certain Chicago guy, and they, they were like, this isn't going to work out. Watch, you wait and see. Now you're looking around like, damn, it didn't work out. It's like, oh, man. It's like all of this stuff is <laughs> just happening kind of in wrong timing. And again, that isn't to say that, you know, oh, man, this is awful. AEW's finished. But I don't know. It's just like a lot of the buzz is just swinging in a different direction. Yeah. Yeah. They can fix it, though. I think there's uh, there's things that they could do. One, they just got to start going to smaller venues. Like, we don't have to beat around the bush anymore. For, for collision? Or uh, just in general? For, in general, I think. It's just like, I thought originally off-rip, that they were going to be going to smaller places. Like I understood you want to try to look like that, but like, yo, start going to theater, start going to these little places. It's still going to look dope. You could produce great TV, but we got to do something else because going to 10,000 place venues and only putting 3000 people in there, it doesn't work. Go to 5,000 place venues and it's going to look a lot better. It's just what I'm saying. I understand the visuals. You want to look like you got some big shit going on, but like there's good ways you could still look big while doing something else. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't even know if that's the if that's the solution, but I mean, we assumed coming into uh this year and finding out that they were going to start having a third show that there's a lot to ask of your audience, man. It like, is. Uh 5 hours of wrestling a week is a lot, man. Like it's you, a lot. You're you're trying to not just get people at home to watch those five hours, but you're trying to get people to buy tickets to all of those shows. When mm-hmm. it's different when you're just trying to sell tickets to Dynamite and then sell them on some other tapings attached to Dynamite and also possibly ROH. But yeah. now it's like, yeah, buy tickets to Dynamite and Collision and our mm-hmm. pay per views, mm-hmm. um, and also stay and watch like Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. And it's just mm-hmm. it's a lot, and I think in some lot. ways that you know that's a lot on the audience and. Um, when the content isn't as compelling as it was, like I said, that's a big ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's a time investing is a lot. Some people can't invest full time into wrestling fans and like, yo, I got 10 hours a week. I got six hours a week total for all my wrestling. And you expect me like, how am I going to allocate it? It's, it, it becomes difficult if you don't. Like I continue to say, they put out what I want to watch, but a lot of people don't want to watch uh, Spafu. So I understand it. I get it. Yeah, I mean, I do. I do credit them a lot for bouncing back and doing well from August on. Because man, mm-hmm. with all of the stuff happening, um, that could have been disastrous for them. Oh yeah. And they proceeded to have, you know, three really good pay per views in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that. Uh, it's just mostly the weekly. Like, if anything, if anything that I'm seeing right now, then I'm like, what's going on? It's the weekly product. Um, that makes sense. Like, some weeks I'm just like, and I, I haven't had a week where I'm just like, Dynamite is just bad. But I, I just have, I come away with it, come away with more questions like, where's Kenny Omega? Like, where's or, Ken? 
or what are where where are we heading with the Bucks or mm-hmm. um like what's going on with Willow like what like mm-hmm. just questions that you know I felt like we we were going in a direction with these wrestlers earlier in the year and now we're not and it's just kind of like well why not <laughs> I happening? mean the good thing is these questions can be answered yeah that's, I think that's where we we can land here like if you just start following through we could have a different thing here yeah um. Well, we'll see. I, I don't. Yeah. Do we have any more super chats left? Nah, that's all of them. Make sure we don't have any humper chats left. Mm. Dun, 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 dun. Y'all are cool. Okay. Uh, we got two more humper chats. Okay. And we're gonna get out of here. Uh, Van Twin Blades that checked out both shows this week. NXT still doesn't hold a candle to AEW in ring. I don't care about HBK's highlight real show. Also, front loading main roster guys just to pop higher ratings than AEW is coward shit. Let the kids stand or fall. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree to the. <laughs> I agree to a to a fault that I think that. Um. Yeah, if if your if your product is hotter, because it is, it is working, and people are watching NXT. Let that product stand on its own. Exactly. But I think that for them having the bragging rights at this moment, with everything else going on, of beating them in the ratings meant more. And I can't say that I don't understand that decision because, like, yeah, if you just look at the optics of it, yeah, we're hot right now. We're selling more tickets. Um, we're getting like main mainstream attention and all this stuff and we just beat them in a rating so it looks away uh but of course that's perception is everything but it's like to me uh three or four weeks ago you did eight something something with becky on the show and yeah that still would have beat dynamite if you would have just continued if you would have just did that that you did three weeks ago so i'm like why did you have seen and all these people here but again that's what's becky on the show so if you're looking at that I learned the right lesson with this that we we Loaded did a up. huge number yeah. by bringing Becky in. So yeah. what is the lesson from that? Bring in more main roster people, yeah. and that's how we do a number, and that's how we beat these guys. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I I, see I, it. I, I think it that sucks, should, but I see it. <laughs> I think that you should let NXT stand by itself, but I think also they just wanted this moral victory over AEW. Yeah, and they, and they got what they wanted. Hey, if um, that builds morale, uh, more power to them. Yeah. Um, another one from bizarro big l he says life is always better with chris hero phil to your point the elite were mentioned to to be not there because of the chair shot house of black is still injured collision does need someone to step up but it can't be forced it could be swerve on top yeah i i think that there's stuff that you can be doing uh to differentiate collision and make it bust watch i mean man even if you just want to make it the place to watch all this Tommy Storm stuff. Yeah, do something that separates mm-hmm. it, man. Right. Um, I we just... got one more super chat too before we slide out of here. Yeah, just some s- distinction. It it was the CM Punk show, and that was a thing. Even I think a big thing uh, too is like, I don't want to see. I get what they're doing, but Edge closed out. It, this is going to be like the fourth show that Edge closed out, and like. Yeah. If you're continuing, like we saw Christian and Brian Danielson on Dynamite. Like, I want to see, I liked it, the soft brand split. If we saw somebody on yeah. Wednesday, I want to see completely different people on Saturday because you have giant rosters. If you're going to just give me two Dynamites. I don't want two Dynamites. Give me Dynamite and give me Collision. 
let's separate them. I see what you guys are doing. Like you should have Adam Copeland on all your shows, but like then it's like there's people that are gonna be stuck because they're not on any shows because you keep showing these same people. So I get it. I understand. Yeah, I, I agree with you. The, the the brand split was working in terms of like creative and and having a different field of both shows, having different people on both shows. Mm-hmm. I don't think we should have went away from that. Um, no. I think it was working. Yeah. Uh, okay, a couple super chats for we out of here. Brent Lockman says, feel like a question for Thursdays, but why do I pay to watch ROH again? Anything of significance happens on AEW programming. Feels off. Yeah, uh, yeah. Giving away Joe and Willie Mack on Collision and not on ROH is an interesting <laughs> choice. The fact that like the tag belts are like now tied into this storyline with Max and yeah, I don't know. They do have some parts, as our friend Chris Hero was just saying. They are doing some things backstage to try to get it better. They do have a great set of minds back there to get this forward. And this episode this week was a lot better. So. I think in the future it's going to get better. There's still a lot of things that need to be fixed, but we're on our way. And then Will Chisholm says, I'm biased, but I get on Tony for women's booking because Ricky and Willow won the Owen Hart Cup, and look how Ricky's been booked, and look how Willow's been booked. Stark difference. There, yeah. night and day. Yeah, no pun intended, yeah. but big stark difference between mm-hmm. how he's benefited as a Owen Cup um, winner and how Willow has. And I mean... They started off well because we got the Athena match, and then yep. since then it's not been much. And I mean, I get they're doing some kind of storyline currently with Julia and Sky Blue, but man, it just doesn't feel like we have a clear direction for Willow. And I right. think that uh, that's kind of an issue with a lot of people. Like people, I don't. Everybody doesn't need to be pushed that I like, but I need to understand like what is the direction, what is the storyline, what is their character like. Sky Blue is a perfect example of this. We've seen Sky Blue on TV constantly, yeah. has Russ, has matches constantly. We're just now getting to a point where there's some kind of character change, some kind of character development, and it's just like, I don't know, man. Just get to the point. Get right. to the point. <laughs> yeah, straight up. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, that is all our humper chats. It's all our super chats. As always, man, appreciate you guys for coming through on Saturday. Appreciate Chris Hero coming through and promoting West Coast Pro. Um, we are out of here. We don't have yeah. any, anything else to yell at you or promote. Um, mm-hmm. You're out of here, man. Peace appreciate out. You, appreciate you guys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.